Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I'm really excited to be here tonight. It's been absolutely crazy. I can't even tell you how crazy this week's been. It's like... You know, those those clowns in the circus who are spinning plates, that's been me all week long. It's been nuts. I do want to let you know right off the bat, we are going to be sticking to a strict three hours tonight. Um, I've got a reading a little bit later this evening, so we can't go over the three-hour limit this week. Otherwise, I won't get to where I need to go on time. So just kind of a heads up there. Um, next, we are having some issues with the chat room. If you are trying to get into the chat room, I don't know what in the heck has been going on. It's been messing up for quite a while. But uh, if you're trying, just tr- either try a different browser, update your Flash Player. Mine, every time I open it, it asks permission to use my Flash Player, uh, my Adobe Flash. Um, so I don't know what's going on with that. But if you're trying to get into the chat room, just keep poking it with a stick. It will let you in eventually. All righty. Uh, I want to give you the number real quick before we get into our other announcements. Uh, the number to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you want to call in and get in the lineup to read tonight. And uh, So anyway, yeah, it's been a really crazy week. It, it's funny, I got an email from, uh, I have a writer's residency program I'm going to be leaving for on Monday that I applied for and got this year. Um, and I'm really excited to go there. But I, I got this email. Um, what it what it is is I get to go up into the mountain range right next to the Oregon coast um, on the gigantic, huge piece of, of property up in the middle of the forest, in the middle of the mountains, in the middle of nowhere, and stay in this little cabin and write. And uh, so it's just going to be absolutely incredible. But they sent me this email, and it says, Hi, Nyla Tay. We hope you're looking forward to your stay at the cabin. We have a few wildlife cameras out on the land, and we wanted to alert you that we've spotted two cougars in the footage in recent days. They were right near the cabin, so please be aware. Please be sure to read this section about cougars in the guide. And uh, I was reading the the um, <laughs> the section about cougars in the guide, and it said, you know, you're supposed to put your arms up and make yourself seem as big as you can be. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm barely 5'1". You know, how big can I be? And I've got really short arms, so I've got, like, T-Rex arms. So I'm going to be this 5'1 person with my little T-Rex arms up in the air going, eh, you know, trying to scare away this group. Anyway, I'm really excited. Um, I, I posted that, and I got some of the best replies in the world. Uh, Terry Galloway reminded me that I needed to bring a, a laser pointer and some catnip. And uh, Rick Clark, one of my dear friends, told reminded me that I need to put out a saucer of milk. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out a way that I could set up a blind with my camera somewhere so that they wouldn't know I was there. I was thinking about getting up on the roof, but the cabin's an A-frame, so that would not really work. I I would be precariously perched. But, yeah, it would be fun. It's going to be incredible, and I'm going to see if I can get some pictures of some kitties, some kitty kitties uh, while I'm there. 
but I leave for that on Monday. I don't even know why I brought that up. There was a reason I brought that up. Um, crazy week. Getting ready for that. Um, anyway, I don't know. It's been a it's been a wild week. So this is going to be a great, great evening for me. I'm gonna to get to unwind and spend some time listening to you guys read and share your poetry. It's the last week of National Poetry Month, so I hope we have an awesome celebration about that. Um do the announcements real quick so we can get started on our callers in a moment. If you have not checked out our World Worldwide Poetry Project yet, Rock That Poem, you can do so by going to our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash rock that poem. It's a real fun, creative, amazing way to get poetry out there in the hands of the world. And uh, it you know, can be a poem, it can be one of your poems, it can be whatever. Rock, paper, scissors, and throw in a little glue and we're good to go. So make sure you check that out. Rock That Poem. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash rock that poem. Help get involved in that. Summer is the perfect time. All right. Next thing is if you are interested in putting together a workshop or a uh, show talking about poetry, um, you're more than welcome to give me a shoot me a message. Probably be easier on Facebook. If I'm not on your contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N Y L A dot Alicia. All right. A L I S I A. And shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like to put together. This can be an actual workshop where we sit down and you walk us through the steps in creating a piece of work, a piece of writing, a poem. Or you can do one and talk about a form of poetry, your favorite poet, uh, your favorite era of poetry. You can talk about a specific poem and, uh, you know, dissect its meaning with the red off the rainbow, as one of my I, I said one time. I forgot what that came I'll find out later what that came from. It doesn't matter because I'll go off on a tangent. We're not going to do that. Anyway, so, yeah, let me know what you want to do. The whole concept of these uh, workshops is just to spend a little bit more intimate time together than we get a chance to here. All righty. So you do not have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do these. Now, we can set these up live or we can pre-record them or we can do a combination of both, like the one that Emily is going to be doing with us. The first half will be a recorded workshop, and then we'll, when that ends, then we'll go live and talk to callers and answer questions and things like that. So that one's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, live, pre-recorded, a combination of both. The show can be anywhere from... Uh, anywhere from 30 minutes up to three hours, all right? So just whatever you need to do, we'll, we'll turn on the mic and keep going until you're done, all righty? That will be awesome. So, yeah, shoot me a message. Let me know what you'd like to do, what you're thinking about, and uh, we'll get that set up. I want to send out a special thank you to Star Severon, James, one sapien, our fuzzy hermit in the woods, and Roy Murdoch, who is off enjoying, out enjoying golf in the world today. Um, I want to thank them for sponsoring the show this year, keeping it on a three-hour program, and uh, you know, helping us with that licensing fee. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. I want to, on that note, since we are, <laughs> since we are um, talking about Roy, I want to wish him a very happy, happy birthday. His birthday just passed. Uh, Robbie Baby has one coming up on the 28th, and Doug Curry on May 1st. So happy birthday to all three of you people for this week. And so I love you, and this is why, actually, if I loved you, I probably wouldn't do this. 
but I do love you, but I'm doing it anyway. So anyway, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Roy, Robbie, and Doug. Happy birthday to you on behalf of all of us. Well, maybe that's only on the behalf of me because no one else would claim that. But anyway, there you go. Happy birthday, you guys. So I, since the beginning of over a year ago, every show, uh, I've been doing a writing exercise, giving you guys out a writing exercise. And the ones that I've been doing this week, uh, or excuse me, this month, have all been story exercises because I wanted to do something. You know, with National Poetry Month, you got hit with so many poetry prompts that I thought, you know, instead of doing poetry prompts, I would do things that would help you become better poets. And so we've been give, I've been giving out these writing assignments all week or all month long, and uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Now keep in mind, exercises are not meant to create great masterpieces. All right, those are when you put on your sweats and go out there and play with words. You lift them up, you toss them around, you wrestle a little bit, you play hide and seek, you get the paintball guns out. Okay, um, an exercise is just meant to stretch your muscles, get you moving in a way you normally wouldn't move. You know, find the burn, have some fun play all right so i'm going to give you and and this is for the for the end of national poetry month you know i just want to remind you that writing is something that we do because we love it you know we have something to say and we we have to write it down because it's so profound and we're so important you know and you know generations need to be reminded of how our brilliance okay that's not really why but it's a way of making the world see things in a way that we see them and sharing that with them. You know, and every single time you sit down and write, you don't have to write a masterpiece. Okay? You can you can just play, you know, you're gonna write a handful of great poems in your lifetime, you know, and armloads of good poems and you're gonna write a lot of crap, you know. So that's what these are. It's, it's, this is, these are meant to have fun with. Anyway, so the what I'm going to give you this week, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas because, you know, you should write every single day, even if it's just, you know, worst case scenario, every day write a haiku, 17 syllables. If during your day you can't find something to write, 17 syllables, you know, something, it, there's something wrong. We need to take a look at something else. Um, but just always keep that creative side of your brain fed. You have to have input in order to have output, all right? So I'm just going to give you a couple of ideas on ways to go out and find some uh, inspiration as we usher out the last week of National Poetry Month. So the first one I give you is I want you to grab your favorite novel and open it to a random page and use the word, the first you know five to seven words of the of the first complete sentence to begin with, you know find the, and or the first sentence you know of, on that page. Um, use that. All right. Uh, for example, I grabbed off the shelf, I grabbed a midwife's tale. And on page 299, I found, therefore, it was, oh, excuse me, it was therefore natural and what anyone would do under the same circumstance. So I want you to think about that and use that phrase, use that sentence, you know, as the first line or the title of you know, your piece of writing. So just find that sentence and build off of it. And other writers' books are filled with great turns of phrases, you know, a single image or an action can spark your imagination and start it off in in interesting directions. So, you know, grab a book, the first sentence, complete sentence on the page, you know, start off your writing with that. You know, play play with it in poetry form or story form 
or use it for a sentence or, you know, the la- maybe have it be the last line of your poem, whatever. But have fun and play with that. And the next one I want you to do is I want you to open the dictionary to a random page five times. The whole close your eyes and land your finger on random word thing. All right. Write down each of those five words and then try to combine them into a sentence, an idea, or a title. Those those three, or excuse me, those five random words. And using random techniques can jog your creativity and help you find curious combinations of subject matter um, you've never really dreamed about writing. All right. For extra credit, you can look up those words in a thesaurus and see how many ways you can rewrite that sentence using new words that mean the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it just took a turn on you, didn't it? <laughs> so those are what I'm going to leave you with to close out National Poetry Month. It's been a really great month. Some really creative things have come out of that, and uh, just awesome, you guys. So the next thing I'm going to do is I am going to give you your writing prompt. Now, a writing prompt is meant to create a poem, all right? So this needs to be either the title, a line in, the subject of your piece, okay? And so the title, the concept of, the line used in, however you want to do it. But the writing prompt for this week is the creative side of your soul, So you have to write a poem about the creative side of your soul or use that as a title or use that as a line inside your poem. Uh, But the the prompt for this week is creative side of your soul. All right. All right. So next thing we want to do is we start and end every show with a recorded audio track from one of you, the poets. Okay. So if you're a recording artist and you have some of your work and you want to send that in to me, we can upload it to the show's library and play it for the entire world to hear. Okay. You can email me those tracks at the, the word that's in there, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. That's thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. All right. Make sure you put MP3 file, audio track, something like that in the the subject line. So it kind of stands out for me, and we'll get those uploaded to the show's library. Now, I'm always talking about you stepping outside of your comfort zones, of trying something new, of, you know, playing with that creative side, following your muses. Yes, we're writers, but we're not only writers. What other things do we do that are creative? Or could we try, you know, or dare you do? How do you know you're not a great sculptor until you sink your hands in some clay? It's easy to say you can't do something. You know, but it's another thing to know that you tried. Okay, so I'm always telling you to look at things differently. Now, normally I start the show with a spoken word track, but tonight I'm starting it with a song. All right, and this is, you know, okay, and maybe I'm just taking advantage of my platform here and being the host of this show, you know, for my own proud selfish means, but so be it if it is. But this is a piece done by my beautiful, beautiful niece, Rosalind Prentice, and it is the song Thriller. Now, we all know that song Thriller that Michael Jackson did, but her ta- the way she sings this, the way, you know, this version of it that she's doing, you know, is, is just beautiful. And so when I want you to listen to this and and. See what a world 
different it is from the original, and kind of think about that in your writing. You know, how can you take something that you would normally say and do it so completely different that it turns into a completely new thing all on its own? So I'm going to play this. This is Thriller by Rosalind Prentice, and we will be right back with you. It's awesome, you guys. Close to midnight And something evil's lurking in the dark Under the moonlight You see a sight that almost stops your heart You try to scream But terror takes a sound before you make it You start to freeze As terror looks you right between the eyes you're paralyzed This is thriller Thriller night And no one's gonna save you From the beast about to strike Thriller Thriller night You're fighting for your life Inside a killer Thriller tonight Thriller, 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 thriller here tonight. This is thriller, thriller night. Girl, 
Miss Rosalind Prentice with Thriller and uh, amazing, beautiful version of that song and from my beautiful niece, by the way. So, yeah, I'm really excited to share that with you. And, it, you know, like I said, you know, from a creative standpoint, it's just beautiful, you know, how you can take an idea, the idea of being the Thriller song, you know, and turn it into something new and amazing and you know, to where it's, it stands all on its own. Just great job on that song, and real proud of her for doing it. She didn't know I was going to play it tonight. She's in the chat room, so I hope I'm not in trouble. <laughs> I, I did that without permission, so, you know, actually, you know, I, I could be in big trouble here. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's the recording we're going to start the show with. So, moving right along, what do we do next? Now we are going to go to the callers of the show if you would like to call in and share and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All righty. And if you are on hold, this is what you can expect tonight. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 540 is our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. All righty. And when we bring you on, make sure that you tell us who you are so that your name is attached to your work. You never want to send your work out there uh, into the world without people knowing who it is. And you want everyone to know who's reading it so they can come over and find you and you know, get to know you and your work better. So be sure that you introduce yourself. Then we have, I'm looking at the phone lines, we've got kind of a full lineup already. So we're going to start doing, uh, start the show with just doing one poem. So you can come on and you read one, uh, one poem, keep it right around the five-minute mark, be courteous of the people waiting in line behind you. And then if you want to read a second one, you're welcome to hang up or press one and press one again or hang up, call back in uh, and get back in the lineup and read your second poem. But remember, we are sticking to a strict three-hour time limit tonight. We won't be able to go over that because I have a reading later uh, for National Poetry Month. Okay, so... Introduce yourself. One poem. When you're done reading, I had to get myself back on track here. Um, when you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL once again so people can come find you and get to know you and your work better before you come back here and read next week. And then remember that this is a mature-rated show, folks, so you really are bound to hear just about anything um, with the exception of hardcore adult word porn poems. No bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Don't get graphic, okay? Other than that, you're good to go. So with that all done and said, let's go ahead and get to our first caller, which is area code 540. 540, you're on the air. Hey, this is Philip Church down in Virginia. Hey, how are you doing, sweetheart? Oh, I'm fine as frogs for how are you? <laughs> 
finest frog okay. fur. Hey, I, I did get your audio recording uh, recordings that you sent me of um, uh-huh. little uh, little daisy bouquets. That was it. Um, so right. it's probably going to be a little bit before I can get to those, but I've got those. I'm going to work on those. I'm having surgery done on my hands on the 7th um, of May. Awesome. So I won't be playing with things for a little bit. But I will get to those as soon as I can. I'm really excited that you sent those to me. So that's going to be fun. That was a great poem that you read. Well, and you know, I appreciate it. Uh, You know, I I made a comment on your Facebook that I did my homework, and I think Uh that you thought it was that that audio, but you told me I – you kind of caught me off guard last week (laughs) with my – talking to my wife. Uh-huh. And you, you said I had to make her a poem. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, so you I did, did that. that. Oh, yes, awesome. I did my homework. And uh, <laughs> but you know, first of all, I just want to say, uh, your niece Rosalind, that just blew me. I mean, that blew me away. What and what? How unique is that to take something like Thriller, the way it was, you know, originally done, and to turn it into what she did? Uh, that was just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I I think so too. I I was real proud playing it. I have to say, you know, I felt like the lady sitting on the bus poking a complete stranger, saying, "Want to see the baby picture? <laughs> like, you want to hear my knees?" <laughs> I totally I, I totally you. took advantage of my of my uh, the fact that I host the show and I can do whatever the damn well I please. But I really yeah, tried to, to knit it in well so that, it, you know, it actually, you know, it, it was it was inspiring. That's what it was. It was inspiring. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, look, you know, you you got to have a right to be a proud uh, auntie. <laughs> so I do. And uh, you want to know what's really cool, yeah. Philip, is this is, you know, you guys have heard me talk about it, I'm sure, about taking the uh, 23andMe DNA test thing. Right. And finding out that I had a brother that I knew nothing about, you know, we we were raised within walking distance of each other and and knew nothing about each other. Um, wow. This this is my brand new niece. This is his daughter. So this is my 23 and me brand new brother's beautiful brand new niece person. So I'm really really exciting excited getting to know her. She's beautiful and talented and just amazing. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful woman. Love her dearly. Well, I, I tried like four times to get into the chat room. I can see the chat room. It won't let me in. Uh, but uh, so I was wanting to, to uh, I was going to tell her myself in there, but I, uh, hopefully she's listening. She did. Evidently, uh, talent runs in your family. She just did a heck of a job. So um, <laughs> do you, uh, well, do you want me to read the, the homework of poem singing. and the second poem, or do you want me to keep it short and just do the homework poem, or how do you want to do no, it? No, no. You know, we, we, even when we're on a one, everybody should know this, and I need to start remembering to remind you. Even if we are on a one-poem limit, if I give you writing homework and you do it and you bring it, you get to read your homework and your regular poem. So that, that you know, that's the only instance where when we're on a one-poem limit you can actually read too because if you do your homework and bring it back you become teacher's pet okay uh-huh. so that that's that's a two uh, a two uh two poem trump card doing your homework so yes you get to do both 
<laughs> okay, well they're they're both short, so uh, I'll I'll just get on to them. Uh, the homework was basically what no other woman has put up with me <laughs> before. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have a title, but I'm going to go ahead and go for that one first. And here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Is she there in the room with you? Has she heard it? He's always here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, uh, awesome. Okay. Uh, but now, uh, and here goes the first line. This poem is going to wax serious, so be aware. To begin with, no other girl has had to accept me being in a wheelchair. And next, I reckon there's no better way for this to be put. No other girl's had to love the disabled me, having to wait on me hand and foot. But she's always there for me, caring for me in her own unique way. And I know it's not an easy road she walks, and nevertheless, she walks it every day. She married a man of poverty with only meager things to give, a man with three incurable diseases and perhaps a limited time to live. She lets me be a poet and author with all the eccentrics displays, a sometimes madman who has tantrums or broods for days, or with flights of fancy, like a leaf soaring as the wind shoves me, yet she silently endures the insanity and just always loves me. Though her eyes, like mine, have seen hardness, her gaze has an artless wonder, always sparking enchantment in my soul, igniting the love light spell I'm under, like a blinding bolt from the blue, assailing any darkness, echoing its thunder. She and I have been struck with a true love that nothing can ever rend asunder. And that's it. That was beautiful. So well, thank tell you. me, what what did she think of it? Uh, it's the first time she's ever heard it. <laughs> uh, she's smiling? She's smiling, yes, yeah, she's smiling. Uh, she's very, very shy, so uh, <laughs> she's the, you can tell that she's not making a peep. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I won't, I won't ask so. you to put her on the line then. I was going to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh now, I, I want to get on to the second poem, but before I do, I just got to tell you, where I live and where I've grown up down here, we, we have bobcats. And occasionally, there's mountain lions, or what you all call cougars. They're mm-hmm. very, very rare, but we do have them down here occasionally. We, but we call them panthers, no matter what we're talking about. And uh, they always said a panther sounds, you, you can tell it's a panther if you hear what sounds like a baby crying, uh, and if you think about the noise that bobcats make, that wow sound that they make. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was always, and I was a fellow that used to love to do my, my share of camping and what's known as primitive camping. I'd, I'd hike back a couple of miles in the National Forest. The Jefferson National Forest is just like eight miles from me, and uh, so is the Appalachian Trail. And uh, that was something you had to be aware of was was that and bear we got a lot of bear down here and you have to you know uh, hang your food up in a in a off a tree limb and something and seal so they can't smell it but so uh, good luck with your uh, your laser pointer and <laughs> <laughs> my saucer of milk here kitty kitty here, 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 here saucer of milk yeah, there you go <laughs> so 
Okay, uh, here's my next one, then I'll get off, give somebody else a chance. This one's called Down Yonder. Well, way down yonder in the laurel pine, I snuck a first kiss off that gal of mine. Well, her lips just tasted so sweet to me like sorghum molasses or wild honey. I could see the love reflected by the skies and the full moon is shining in her big green eyes. Yeah, way down yonder when we fell in love beneath the moon and the stars and the Lord above. It makes my heart pound, don't know what to do when I'm thinking about being alone with you. Yeah, you're on my mind with every breath and I'm going to be loving you until my death. I can't give you the world, but I'll offer my life. I'm going to love you forever and make you my wife. And when I wake up at dawn, I want to see your face. We're going to live together in our own little place, just like a five-string banjo. We'll be well-strung while we're living our lives and raising our young, working side by side in the hot and cold weather, just to loving each other and growing old together. We are forever in love. We're never going to roam in each other's arms till heaven calls us home. Now, it's a real good life that I would not miss, and it started down yonder with that first kiss. It's a real mystery for a country heart to ponder how we fell in love with that first kiss down yonder. End poem. (laughs) I cannot even tell you how much I love that poem. (laughs) Well, uh... I tell you, it ought to be made into a country song one day. Maybe somebody could get rich off of it. <laughs> you know, this is this is absolutely the truth. My very first kiss was just on the outskirts, you know, just on the edge of light and dark between the carnival and the countryside, underneath an apple tree, by uh-huh. a boy that I had met that morning picking strawberries. <laughs> Now, how Norman Rockwell, that was my first kiss. I'd met him that morning picking strawberries, and we met at the fair that night, and we were standing. So I kissed on the first day. Well, there you go, folks. Now I told my secrets. <laughs> uh-uh. Well, yeah, no, just, that is you know, Norman just Rockwell. That, that, that little glow uh, on the yeah, apple really tree is. and the That's carnival sweet. in the background and the music and, you know, cotton candy lips. and I should write a poem about that sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. You're, you're getting there right now. So yeah, you ought to. There's a good one for you. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide on out of here and give some other folks a chance. You can find me at Amazon.com. It's Philip with one L, Kent, K-E-N-T Church. Philip Kent Church. Just search for me, and you'll find all my neat stuff on Amazon. Awesome. All right, you guys, make sure you go check him out. Philip, amazing. I love you so much, and that was both of those were great, great pieces. Oh, thank you. Love you too, Nyla. We'll be talking at you next week. All right, hon. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Mr. Philip Church, absolutely adore him. Check him out, you guys. All right, our next caller comes from area code. I'm going to give the next three so you know. We have 734-989 and 419. All right, and then I want to let area code 731 know that you are not in the lineup. I do see you. So 731, if you want to read, please press 1 on your phone, and that will put you into the lineup so that you can read. Um, It shows me how long you've been on hold. So there you go. So 731, we got you. All right. Good, good. Make sure we get you on there. Um, Anyway, so 
Yeah, next three callers now. We have 734-989-419 and 734, you are on the air. 734, are you with me? Are you muted? 734? All right, so I am going to take the next caller and we'll come back and grab 734. So 989, 989, you are on the air. Well, hello, Nyla. This is George Wiley. Hey, sweetie. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. The sun's shown the last few days. and got out there sniffing through the roots and roots and bulbs and, and saplings and uh, just, uh, you know, having a good time. <laughs> that is so, awesome. So how has National Poetry Month treated you? Wonderful. Um, I have only, I didn't live up to the resolution of uh, actually writing a poem every day. I see James Rothland did and some others probably, but I did write some. And uh, I heard some great stuff, and we, and we had a, uh, a poetry reading at Dennis uh, White organized uh, and I together, I guess, a little. But uh, that was really nice with about 20 readers. Um, back a couple weeks ago, and uh, so it was, you know, it's, it's just a really nice, and of course that pretty coincides, at least normally, with warming up weather in spring. But anyway, um, yeah, things are good. I can't, uh, I can't complain. And uh, my thing, my poem tonight is probably. Um, a little bit mawkish. In fact, I put mock, the word mawkish. I guess saccharin is another word for mawkish uh, <laughs> in the title. And uh, I'll just go ahead with it. It's um, it's called, um, and it's a little bit um, oh, different for me. It's a list poem. The title is A List Poem of the Most Mawkish Kind. Um, and I'll just um, Walking through the rubble of life, some good things can appear. Like a reading in the lines, like reading a line in a poem and nodding your head in agreement. Like a young lamb searching its mother's belly for a meal. Like a t-ball kid hitting the ball and running to third base while he grins at mom. Like the surprise of a hummingbird just by the window. Like a toddler discovering a leaf pile. Like finding an M&M in a car seat. Like getting a raise from your grumpy boss's boss. Like a harried waitress thanking you for understanding how busy she was. Like being groped under the table by your lover. Like grandma covertly pressing a $5 bill into your hand. Like baby squirrels dashing around a tree trunk. Like the moment Aunt Gladys releases you from a long, perfumed hug. Like like seeing a reckless driver who passed you, now pulled over by the cops. And a toddler helped you wash the car. Like getting an A in Miss Boyce's tough class. Like knocking down a bully in a playground football game. Like a bad guy losing an election. Like seeing dogs play touch hole at the park. 
like seeing a misogynist or racist put in his place. Like finishing a great book, closing it, and staring at it for a while. Like discovering that a friend's house is messier than yours. Like driving your new car and pretending it was nothing. Like finding a superstar athlete who doesn't give all the credit to his mother. Like sharing a really good political cartoon. Like finding that charity where all the money actually goes to the right people. Like seeing crime numbers fall in cities. Like discovering a stranger has the same politics as you. Like the frost on a glass of beer on a hot day. Like saying a piece in an open mic show and hearing someone reference your work later. Like discovering that someone's name actually matches them. Like getting a call from a son or daughter who actually does not want something. to someone who doesn't talk only about themselves. Like finding that many young people have a great sense of humor and a gift for storytelling, if only they'd look up from their phone. Like reading an old letter from a lover. Like being asked your, for your opinion on a topic you love. Like dropping some foul air when walking by a pal's chair and then watching him from a distance. Like a band-aid put on by dad, followed by his usual brief hug. Like winning at Monopoly over a too competitive jerk. Like a puppy running crookedly into furniture. Like entering a bakery at dawn. Like getting a note from someone who wants to use one of your poems at a family gathering to live with and saying, this is good. End of poem. You know, I love, first of all, list poems are hard to do well. They're fun to do, and they're always playful to do, but they're they're hard to do well to where when you're listening to the poem you get so lost in the flow the, the flow of imagery mm-hmm. or plot depending on how it's written okay that you forget that you're listening to a list mm-hmm. okay that i'm that was a really a very well written list poem then listening to each of them you know i'm listening to what unique and strong phrases that you were using, the images you were creating, the list that you were building, you know, how surprising, because I'm always telling people, you know, you, everybody says the same thing the same way. You know, our job is to write it differently, you know, say it in a new way, say it's something surprising so that the world sees it the way that we see it. And so I'm listening to this whole list of things that you're doing, and the one that made me smile, I think, the the biggest just because I'm right in the middle of a big uh, I, I don't know if a lot of you guys know this or not but I'm also a costume designer and I've got this huge order for this renaissance crazy thing that I'm working on right now and so I've got fabric and things thrown everywhere so the line in that that just made me have this huge grin on my face was and forgive me if I don't say it correctly but it was uh, like discovering that your friend's house is messier than yours, you know, and it's yeah. just like this awesome feeling of, you know, oh, 
okay, I can I can breathe. I mean, it shouldn't be that way, especially for women, though. I mean, for women, it is so that way, you know. And I'm just thinking about that yeah. that feeling. You know, the first time I walk into one of my girlfriend's houses, you know, a very dear friend of mine. I love yeah. you, Hannah. You know, and and hers is just a little messier than mine, and just then then everything yeah. in the world is as right as rain. <laughs> yeah. It's a big victory. It's a big victory when somebody else's house is worse than yours, or messier mm-hmm. than yours. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I must say that I'm, I'm writing this. I wrote way more. I wrote 84 of the darn lines. I selected about 40, and at about number 30 today, I don't have numbered. I thought I was wearing everyone out. So I really, if I were to use this again, I think I'd take about 10 of them off. But, um, you know, I mean, start with such a long list and then prune like mad. Anyway, um, I have never done a list poem before, and sometimes I sort of frown when I hear one. Um, So if I tried one. Well, I think that you actually aced it, and that really surprised you know, I, I don't know if you said that at the beginning. It's the first one you've written. Um, but, you know, and yeah. then I'm sitting there telling you that that was very well written. So, you know, that just, just, you know, to have that be the first list one that you wrote, but to be able to write it that well, you know, just have that natural flow of of voice and word and idea and image um, releases a lot to your ability as a writer. You know, which tells me that you are a risk taker. You know, you you like to make messy with your muses and have fun and play with words, um, to be able to just flow like that. Just great job, great job on your very first list poem. Okay, well, thank you, and I'll I'll get on <laughs> and uh, let some somebody else uh, talk. Tell everyone how to find you, baby. Oh yes, uh, on Facebook it's called George Wiley Writes, and um, I. And then I'm on this show, and then on our World Poetry Open Mic, and a couple other poetry pages occasionally. That's it. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Absolutely great work. Appreciate you so much. I, 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 have to, I have to tell you that I think the number that you tried before me was Dennis. And it's Dennis, yeah. I know that's, oh, and you know that. Okay. Because I, I he, he probably was having trouble with a line or something, because I had, I had a rough time getting in, too, tonight. Yeah, so, it, it has been. I, ha- I had him hang up okay. and call back in, so we're going to try him now. Okay, good. All right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Thank you, George. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. He has his he has his friends back. Hey, hey. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and try to bring Dennis on. Seven, three, four. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Hello, Nyla. This is Dennis White. Hi. We can hear you now, too. Yay. <laughs> all right. Boy, George had my back all right. Boy, what a guy. He did. You get down there and you take my friend's call, damn it. That was him. He needs to come on a read. Yes, sir. <laughs> George done schooled me on the order of life. <laughs> oh, my. On your show. My, my. I know, right? Nobody puts baby in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what was he thinking? (laughs) Oh, that was cute. So how are you doing, my dear? I'm glad we're able to get you on tonight. 
Yes, I'm, I'm doing very, very good, and uh, it's been a great week for me. And uh, I, I see that you, you're about ready to go uh, uh, for your special writing uh, deal, and mm-hmm. uh, we're real excited for you about that. And that's super. You're, you're going to ace that place. I know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, uh, your niece, Rosaline, boy, uh-huh. is that great. Rosalind? Yes. Rosalind, uh, yeah. She she did a wonderful job. Is, does she have that on YouTube or any place? She uh, has it. There's a site that she uses. I actually I think I just posted it to my page a little bit ago. Um yeah, I posted the link. I could hear that over and over again. She she was wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so proud. So yeah, just go over on my page and you'll see the picture of the Michael Jackson. Uh, record cover thingy and click on that link and that takes you to her page. She's got some great songs on there. She has a version of Jolene that just blew me away. Oh, yes. I'm I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Oh, that was great. All right. Well, uh, I don't want to take up too much time, so I just jump right into this, if you don't mind. Go ahead. The uh, last week we, we talked a bit about dandelions. But this, uh, I get, I have a poem uh, that takes a little bit, a different look uh, at dandelions, and the title is "The Dandelion Dilemma." Fragile is a whitened dandelion head. She runs through the green meadows, searching for her cherished childhood, but that notion floats away, like the white. Fluff carried on the breeze of change. The gangly girl that peers back at her in the mirror looks more like her mother than her. Her body is stretching and growing, rounding and shaping like she has never experienced before. She is confused and embarrassed by the new discoveries that are thrust upon her in this transformation. Her moods are up and down like a wind-tossed kite as the hormones course over new riverbeds of uncharted territories. Life is getting more complicated and it scares her. Why did it have to change? She wishes she could just float away back to the days of dolls and tea parties on the fluff of a dandelion. End of poem. That is incredible. You know, I I like dandelions are real, dandelion fluffs, I should say, are real special to me. They always have been since I was a kid. Um, just, you know, the dandelion being what it is and, you know, being being a weed in a garden of rose. Um, but this, just that one I related to really. I, I love that. I love that poem. I don't even know what to say now. I just love that poem. <laughs> well, thank you. It made thank me you. want to twirl. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yes, I, th- I thought I'd uh, step out of my shoes and step into somebody else's shoes and run with it. 
fantastic. All right, Baby Cakes, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come find you. Yes, uh, my name is Dennis White. I can be found at allpoetry.com. I write under the name of Haiku Bless You. And I'm also heard on World Poetry Open Mic on Friday nights. So uh, if you get a chance, check it out, and uh, we'll, we'll have some more poetry fun. So I'm going to step aside and let the next poet step up. The next poet step up. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it wrong this week. And uh, <laughs> say I'm going to say God bless. You as well, my dear. Thank you so much. Great yeah. job tonight. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Good evening, Nyla. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm enjoying a fire right now sitting outside, hoping that it stays light enough so I can read my poem to you. <laughs> like a fire? Like like you're sitting outside? Your house is on fire? What? No, I have a bonfire, enjoying the fire, but the sky is getting darker, and I want to read. Okay, okay, <laughs> read you're at a bonfire. All right, all right, okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to say there's some limits to how important poetry really is. Call the fire department. Okay, go ahead. I got gotcha. you. We're, we're together. <laughs> that, is, that is hilarious. <laughs> um, I did Timeless Relic, and it was when I wrote it, I actually had the Although, wait a minute, mind. wait a minute, wait a minute. I do have oh, to say, sorry. if your house was on fire, and you were waiting on hold to talk and read on this show before calling the fire department, that would be pretty freaking impressive to me. <laughs> I, yeah, I would. I wanna, so I, don't, I choose call. that for my reality. That's what I'm picturing right now. Okay, your house <laughs> is burning down the background, but, but you're on the show, damn it. All right, I'd so least, go ahead. I would at least still be on hold, and I'd be filling up buckets, you know, <laughs> and being on hold with you. <laughs> I would tackle whatever I could at that point. <laughs> um, that's how much I love your show, just by the way, too. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I, I picked Timeless Relic because it's been sitting in my head, but, um, you know, when my husband died, I did kind of some things that I wasn't really supposed to. One of them was crawling up a jackknife bridge that when the trains come, supposedly it opened, but it never did because I sat up there, went over 140 feet in the air and sat up there and waited for the trains to come and just enjoyed loving watching Lake Erie and stuff. Um, and then another thing was in my mind, driving from Indiana, it's so rural. I grew up in Wisconsin on 60 acres. It was a very rural area, and I love the farmland. And so um, – I was thinking in my mind about this old farmhouse, so I wrote this tome driving from Indiana back to Ohio, and then when I was back in Ohio, I saw this old house, and I'm like, I have to go inside and look at this house. It was abandoned. There was nothing there, and I actually went inside, and I saw exactly what was in my image of the poem inside this house, so it's kind of really weird to me that it kind of wrote itself, but so I called it Timeless Relic, okay? Um, by the way, I am Shelly Gambino. If anybody wants to see me, I'm on Facebook. Um, okay, so Timeless Relic. An old abandoned house sits silent and still, perched upon the ever-so-gradual hill, so full of life once before, history and memories built forevermore. Darkness now fulfills the empty corridors that life had used to fill. Conductivity of electricity has been shut down and isn't needed anymore. The dark remains as the lights are out that used to brighten up the tattered house. Peeling paint, tarnished wood, oh, how the interior used to look so good. 
Yet, no matter how dilapidated or decrepit, the beauty of beneath still exists. The house that stood still stands, but can enhance with a little love, bringing love and life out of the darkness, a truly timeless relic. You know, the way that you wrote that, you know when you know that last half hour of daylight when yeah. everything turns amber and the sun slips yep. sideways between the trees and it's long shadows and beautiful? Yes. That was the transition line that I was picturing while you read that. That's where what my brain was seeing while I was listening to you read that that piece. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it's sense. It's almost or like not, what it is. Yeah, it's almost like what it is right now because through the tree line, I can see the orange in the sky as the sun goes down. And the yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel what you're saying right now, actually, where I'm standing outside. <laughs> yeah, and that that can be you know, and so in the piece that you were writing, to me that that emotion that you wrote with was that that place. So you know, it's it's like the, what that looks like is what I imagined the emotion being, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. If I had to paint a picture to the emotion, it would have been what I was seeing. So just, <laughs> you did great on that, honey. Thank you. Thank you. You are very welcome. And I'll be continuing listening to the rest of your show, and thanks for having me. Okay, tell everyone how to find you, though, before you take off. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Shelly Gambino. Um, that's Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, Gambino, G-A-M-B-I-N-O. Um, and then I do have stuff on SoundCloud. I haven't been on SoundCloud in years, so it's a lot old, but it's just like my poetry that I, some of it I sing, some of it I speak, but um, I got a bunch on SoundCloud under Shelly Gambino, the girl in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I'm putting your link into the chat room as we speak. Okay. All right. So yeah, because I, I don't have inter- I don't have a computer at home, so I'd never get to be on chat room on your show. <laughs> All right, I got you in there. I put you I put you in the chat room. So great job, Shelly. Absolutely loved it, honey. Thank you. You have a great evening. Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> you bye too. Bye bye, bye hon. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code eight three two. Eight three two, you're on the air. Hey Miss Nyla. Hey, how you doing, Soldier Blue Blue? Um uh, all right. I got your homework assignment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, you know, when I heard, when I was listening to that song this week, he, he, mm-hmm. he begrudgingly growls. This one has, there's a story behind this one. So no, I was no, listening no. to Neil Young's song, Pocahontas, and there's a mm-hmm. reason that I really love that song. Mm-hmm. And... Then I thought, you know, I wonder what Soldier Blue would say if he were to talk to Neil Young, you know, or talk about that song, or reply to that song, to write to that song. And he came back with, what did you tell me, that I wasn't going to be happy about it, right? Oh, I just said you really weren't, if you liked the song, you weren't going to like what I had to say about it. Yeah, exactly. If I liked the song, I wouldn't like what you had to say about it. And I thought that was cool because, you know how he say that, you can stand 100 people, you know, 20 people, 10 people, I don't care, in front of the Mona Lisa and then ask every single one to sit down and write what they saw. Mm-hmm. Not, there's not two of them that are going to match. Everybody's going to have seen something different, you know. And so I could tell immediately by your reply to that 
that you saw something completely different in the song than I saw. And I thought that that was really interesting because I'm always saying that how someone perceives our writing, how we perceive and interpret art of any form, all depends on who we are, what's inside of us. You know, who are you trying to write for? What do you want them to feel? You have to be able to write in a way that makes them feel that. Okay? And so me being from the lifestyle that I'm from, you know, normal, typical little white girl, um, but a creative, weird, twisted child poet, white girl. I have to throw that in there. Because of the unique way that we as creative people see the world. We're that way as kids. We don't see the world like everybody else from the the moment we are born. And that's important to know. Because when I first heard that song, I know how it made me feel based on my creative, young, perceptive version of the world. You, with your background being totally different, you know, being very submersed in the Native American uh, indigenous people culture and everything, and you listen to that song and you see something completely different. You see something completely different from what I see in it. And so I think that our two interpretations are kind of cool. But I also think you assume what my, because of your response, I think you assume what my, the reason I like that song, I think you're assuming the reason why, because I don't think the reason I like that song is the reason you think I like that song. Oh, I I don't, trust me, I don't try to put anything on anybody. You know, when when someone, you know, I mean, when someone says they like something, that. It's not for me to say why they like it. I, you know, that's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's oh, I know, not what I, I know. Do. But I think the you know. reason I like it would surprise you. But I'm going to let you read. Okay. I want. I want you now. The song is Neil Young. The song that I sent him as a prompt for this, you guys, was Neil Young's Pocahontas. Yeah. Okay. And you can find that on YouTube, and um, you can find that on YouTube and listen to it if you want. But that that's what I sent him as a prompt. And so after listening to that song. His interpretation, his version, his inspiration. Um, this is what you wrote, right? Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, it's uh, and I call this one uh, talking back, uh, sifting muddy water, stirring hearts, the burn of scars. Oh, yes, sifting muddy water. Little feather, Apache, stood for Marlon Brando. Declining Hollywood's honor, death and destruction, the glories and industries whoring, form, foam of flecked, flawed sheen of induction, sweet sounds of a song, Watson Gafwogi, the bitters as poison riddled as the pulpit from which Jack speaks, strewn with snapped muscles and rigor smiles, wolfish in content, first strands hit the wind. Wolf-like is the offering, dust-painted hues of the dawn breaking, gasonied. Comely and blood-spent, we left our breath behind us to save a life. Milieu of murder, most foul, holocaust of season and turn of century, 80 million people indigenous before in discovery, Vermin described by European disclosure. 
stories, lies, disease, assassination, Nathan, Wigian, pilgrim prayers of extinction, romance in its stead, the cherry stone. There is no unstained place to call home. Oh, yes, red, red earth. Let's see. Daughter of her people, progenitor, a leader of men, betrayal, alien choices made, whistled bone, choking song became a sub-vocal in the throat. Wahyu Theshka, traitor, blood bond turned unto rot. Sickness took her to journey's end. Where she wanders, we know not. Oh, through death and darkness, west wind, Tradzemon, Katze, Shabe, Miukpe, Sunset, Death of Sunlight, Dago, Lands of the Dead, said. She wanders aimless. We rove, saving sacred stones, Dragoin, Nigake, saving a life. Her traitorous shell, land drew nigh for the kill, and Hollywood made a film. Sifting muddy water, Marlon Blando spurned the spent splendor of his iconic role, left contempt with the wax-bright gala and transfixed shells of fake personas of humanity. Little feather, will I aware of the set stage, the wings of shroud on backstage. The Duke, cowboy honorific, horrific rage in his eye at the unfolding of her presentation speaking for her friend giving his exhortation. Ah. Cowboy Supreme ached in black rage to kill the messenger. Others kept him bound to the presence of the vigilance of the doorkeeper. Sige be agita ongue ba kahi. We rove, always walking our way home. Pocahontas Traitor, liar, thief. We leave her to the wasteland to find her own way, burdened by those of blood, of her blood, led to a fit of slaughter. Song makes silt soup. Eddie's stirred, evincing raw elements never meant to reach one to the other. Thus it is for us of red earth to sift the muddy water reclaiming culture in the faiths of our fathers. And peace. That was phenomenal. You know, it's it's funny, guys, you know, because I always talk about giving out these writing prompts and, you know, that we should inspire as much as we need to be inspired. And, you know, had I not been listening to that song and just, you know, randomly thinking about Soldier Blue and thinking, ah, I wonder, hmm, and sending him over, that poem wouldn't exist. I mean, that would not have been here today had, you know, I not taken two seconds out of my day to shoot Soldier Blue a message saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. I wonder what your take on this would be. You know, and now that piece exists. You know, that's why it's important for us to 
Um, that's why it's important for us to to do that, you know, to, I believe things are, you know, there's a boomerang effect. You know, what you put out in this universe is what you get back. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I'm glad I did that. And I'll send you an email and continue that conversation because I think it's, it's very awesome. Um, okay. I think that I think that you would be interested in the reason I do like that song, and you'd find it interesting. Anyway, so sure, yeah. So do me a favor, Mr. Soldier Blue, yes. Blue, my love. Mm-hmm. Tell everyone how to find you. Oh, uh, I have a real shorty. Can I read that too, or do, is there not enough time? We're only doing one tonight. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. That was your homework. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why I was asking. No, wait, I that was your wanna, homework. Yes, you can read your two. It. You can read the other one. Okay. I forgot. Right. That's it's, the rule. If you do your homework, you get two, no matter what. That's your trump card. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Well, this is this. Like I say, this is a real shorty. It's, it won't take long. It's, in, it's uh, simply called Northern. Cedar stars, conte migage, shine in the distance. Basson et troncha. The blackbird is calling us home. Ashes litter the gathering ground. Dust, mon a soft robe as we rise from the cedars. As we make the journey still before us, songs we can sing of blackbird dreams. The slow shadow side of trees, the forest seeming unending, generous of what we need. Stone messengers whisper to clean running streams. Bone casements of our fathers point the way. Blood and death not ends it. The cords of spirit unbroken, curved limbs, fragrant forest, black perfume, lends us her warmth. As we sit at supper by fire's edge, the rustle of leaves, the stirring of footsteps, we are always in good company when we walk the storied lands. Drago tronde miga shiga. The sacred ground of the people. What we see is enough. We do not need a conjuring of the sky. The blackbird calls. Dose sabe. The black loon cries as we come to the end of our wolf-like miles. Home place in sight. We know not what we will see tomorrow. Silence reigns as we sleep amongst the fronds of foliage. Oh, yes, we wait, we dream. We are the ghost road born, and we are always walking our way home. And peace. That was awesome. Two home runs tonight, my dear. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, uh, I, I took the time because I, I know where to find them. Uh, and I looked up on uh, YouTube and I saw the – because, I, it, it, like I say, it, juxtap- it juxtaposed me when I looked at the, the, the footage of what he had in uh, mixed in with the uh, with the with the song, and I mean, they just really just clashed as far as like you know one to the other because Little Feather was an is an Apache 
actress, and she was at Alcatraz during the time of uh, the, the, the Native people who were out there on Alcatraz Island. And that is why Marlon Brando chose her to give his uh, uh, reasons for declining the honor for his yeah. uh, role as the godfather. Meanwhile, backstage, the Duke, John Wayne, wanted, literally wanted to come out here and come out on the stage and pound her. And he, and he had to be held back by like six, uh, six guys backstage where at the same time, the police were threatening Little Feather that if she went over 60 seconds with her presentation, they were going to just take her to jail. So there's a lot more to that footage that he was showing than, than, you know, than a lot of people might guess. Uh, and and again, it's like I don't I don't even know. Like I said, I don't even. I, there, there's no way I could even reconcile one to the other. I mean, so there's you know, a the song there's is romantic, distinct nice reason that he nice, used Marlon Brando in that song. You know, I don't know if well, you know, know that he, or not, well, but he, he you know donated his his land, all his hold, right. land holdings, everything, even his house in Los Angeles. He deeded back over to the American Indian, uh, right. the indigenous people, when he. You know, he he turned it over to him in the big ceremony, and you know, it's it's all yours. Take yeah. it. You know, right. he was very, you know, and and the the way he talked about Pocahontas in the song, there's a reason I believe that he worded it that way. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy that if you really listen to the lyrics, I mean, that's a piece of good writing. You know, that that tells an amazing story, but you know, when you look at the layers, there's so much more to what he wrote. You know, just as there should yeah. be to what we write. You know, in the right. story of the words that he chose and the imagery that he chose. You know, so yeah. great job on that. Absolutely great job on that. Thank you, man. Thank you. And you can find me, uh, it's uh, Rafe Wild, uh, in parentheses, you'll see Soldier Blue uh, at Facebook, and that's where you can find me. So, there you have it. <laughs> awesome. Great job, <laughs> sweetheart. All right, and we will hear from you, you next week. Oh, yes, no, no doubt. All right, hon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. All right, our next caller, let me check the calls real quick. We're doing good. Our next caller comes from area code 219. 219, you're on the air. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, sweetheart. How are you? I am good. What did you bring for us tonight, hon? I form called... Well, no, it's all about the poetry life. Poetry has become my outlet expression. Poetry permits me the freedom to show my emotions without negative criticism. Poetry is my source of therapy in times of challenges, adversities, and difficulties. Because I'm all about that poetry life. Poetry is now an integral part of my life. Poetry is my alternate to bar and club scene. Poetry is my social network where I met many gifts and talented and poets and poetess. Poetry is a poetry shy young brother with our condition from humble beginnings. The oldest opportunities to be a pioneer trailblazer for poetry and various disabilities. Because I'm all about that poetry life. Poetry is my source of salvage in a child's attraction. My source of discovering my God-given purpose. My source of turning one of my greatest strengths into greatest weaknesses into one of my greatest strengths. My source of determination I was pushed in the 
to the background like David before he was anointed to become the next king of Israel by the prophet Samuel. I saw some dedication when some people rejected me for being a different type of poor than my conventional style. More about that poetry life. Poetry is my source of fellowship and breaking bread outside the church. My source of learning to work with people with different backgrounds and coexisting with them. My source of expanding my basic fans and supporters to include everybody, regardless of race, color, and ethnic background. See, I'm all about that poetry life. Poetry transformed my life. Back then, I was wasting my good times and talents on privileged things. Places and people running away from God like a fugitive on the run from the law. Poetry changed my life. Back then, I was a lost soul trying to discover his own identity and find himself. I ended up looking for love and appreciation in the wrong places and with the wrong people. But I accepted my calling to be a porter. I cut my ties to those people and things who represented the fig trees because they were not producing any type of fruit. And among them, but people were very close to me because they weren't meant to go where I, I was going. Because I wasn't created to be New York average. See, more about that poetry life. Poetry is my platform to educate my brothers and sisters about the realities of life. My platform offers history lessons that still apply today. My platform is ways of awareness and the real issues affecting our people today. My poetry administers to my platform to minister to hurting people. My platform to evangelize my brothers and sisters who are more interested in building a relationship with God instead of practicing organized religion. My platform to make a difference in the lives of young people by doing everything in my power to preserve the fine arts in our schools. And showing my young brothers and sisters other forms of expression besides picking up a weapon. My platform to inspire, motivate, encourage my people to make better choices and decisions for themselves. Because, Brother O's, all about that poetry life and poem. Wow, that was awesome. Great job on that piece tonight, hon. Thank you, thank you, Miss Nyla. Nyla. You are very welcome, my dear sir. Do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can find you. I can be found on Facebook under the name Omar Brother O'Gaps. So that's where you can find me. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, you guys go check him out. And, honey, are you going to be here next week? I'll be back next week. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you then, brother. Oh, great job tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Nala. See you next week. All righty. Bye-bye, hon. Bye. Okay. And thank you for reminding me, Michael. Area code 731, you are on the air. 731, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, that gentleman was new to me. I really enjoyed his, his uh, poem. You've had a great show, starting with Rosalind, who blew me away with her thriller. Thanks for putting that on my page. That, you are very welcome. Holy, holy excellent. Of course, Phillips down yonder, I am from the rural south, so, my God, I did get into that, every word of it. 
Uh, I don't think Dennis really had any idea when he did the the dandelion thing how you are about those, but he he uh, I, he, got yeah, really I, next, he got he got next to you with that. He just didn't realize it. Yeah, mm. that was a pretty awesome pretty awesome piece. You, if you check out Shelly's Facebook page, she really has pictures of a bonfire on. She wasn't pulling your leg. That's so funny. <laughs> and I'm telling you the truth. I'm just, I want to be uh, sitting I, by. Bon- I want to sit by a bonfire and, and host the show. Can you imagine how cool that would be? Yes, that would be totally fantastic. And you, you actually have a weather for it there when it doesn't rain the other six days a week. Um, yeah, Soldier Blue. It's really cool. He's, he got into blackbirds. I had the coolest picture of a blackbird on my cell phone. I mean, I just I went out back and I was trying to get a snapshot of a single bird, and he disappeared behind a red barn and he came back with about three thousand. And they were doing this, you know, up and down, suck and jive. It was hilarious. I got some really good shots. And I've lost the picture because my phone died. That's really why I'm calling because I have new equipment. How does it sound? You sound fantastic. Sound really, really good, actually. Uh-huh. Because I'm on a speakerphone, and if I have to go off speakerphone, I'm, I'm, it's not good. Okay. No, you well, sound fine. Fantastic. Good. I'm really glad to hear that. Well, that's really all I called for was to check the equipment. I don't have any phones. <laughs> what? I don't. The only thing I've got is the distant bell tower. And we haven't done our thing off stage for that, so that's on hold. I really don't have anything. I just wanted to know that when I did call with a real poem, that, that the new thing worked. Awesome. Yeah, no, we can hear you great, baby. <laughs> Such a nut. I Fantastic. love you so much. Okay. All right, then. Well, let me step on out. Just put me back on the mute and go back to the show. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> okay. So our next caller comes from area code 503. 503, you are on the air. Are you with us? 503? Yes, I think I am. I think I'm, I'm here now. Hi, Don. How are you, sweetheart? Sorry, I'm goofing off at work, and so I had to kind of switch things. Technology, you know, I had to push those buttons. Well, I'm glad you're here. We got you. you, you you're on fine. Oh, well, good. I'm going to push a couple more buttons and see if I can get my poem up. <laughs> okay. Can you, okay. Can you hear me? You can I still can hear, hear you. me? I can All still right. hear you. All right. I've been with you since the beginning of the show, and I love the way you instruct poets, but you got to stop with this haiku a day thing. I mean, I'm not Japanese. I write a limerick a day, and a limerick is a good thing. So I uh, wrote you uh, two limericks that connect. It's a limerick couplet. Go ahead. Oh, Waiting with bated breath, I can tell. I am. All I right. am. I was. I didn't know if you were going to start reading or not, so I did that dramatic pause and was like, "Oh, okay, I got to tell him to read." Okay, all right, go ahead and start whenever you're ready, love. <laughs> I, I, I love the dramatic pause. All right, a limited couplet. I'm looking for lovers in life, nothing but heartache and strife. Still, I believe I will succeed, even though my girl has a knife. Didn't know life would be like this. Thought it would be just a kiss. A sharp, pointy item in soft bottom pocket. God, I hope this poem is a miss. End of poem. 
<laughs> you know, if you want to write a limerick a day, that would be awesome. <laughs> you have a green light on that. Well, that, was, I do. that was I love those. I love limericks. And you know, sometimes they're one of the only things I can really yeah. freestyle easily. You know, they'll just pop in my head, and I'll just look at someone and say it. And it's like, oh, my God, lady, you're weird. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I will have the coffee in the medium-sized cup. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Do you want to hear my look, favorite just... limerick ever of all time? Yes, please. There once was a couple named McNally who lived their life belly to belly because in their haste they used library paste instead of petroleum jelly. <laughs> now see, that's a wonderful limerick. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the first uh, poems I ever memorized. <laughs> you know, growing up, I'm reading like Richard Brodigan and people of that nature. I realized that you know poetry doesn't have to be serious, and you know if you follow the traditional forms, you can have a lot of fun. But Richard Brodigan once wrote a poem that was called um, Copy Copy of a Candy Bar. And he says, the chocolate tastes just the same. And he published that. Wow. You know how hard That's... I laughed when I read that? <laughs> yeah. It's like it must have some more deeper philosophical reason. I know I'm missing something oh. somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we don't like to think. But uh, yeah. I, I got a funny feeling he was just eating chocolate that day. <laughs> uh, crap. I feel like comic relief on your program. I love it. You are you are just a breath of fresh air, amazing, fun, incredible person. Oh, uh, come on now. I can't be comic relief if I'm incredible. I must be a jester. <laughs> you have to... Be like King Arthur and say, I'm going to have your head, Merlin. Uh-oh. <laughs> or No, that would be more like, oh. No, don't say it now, girl. <laughs> don't say it if you don't mean it. <laughs> All right, John, do me a favor, darling. Tell everyone how to find you. I am behind a Fred Myers uh, with a cell phone in my hand, goofing off. Come get me. <laughs> I don't want love to know. You, love you, Nyla. <laughs> it's been a great you show. Too, I'm going to listen some more. <laughs> All right. Peace be with you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye, baby. You can find him on Facebook under John Kays. Okay. Uh, our next caller comes from area code That's 203. 203, you're on the air. No, it ain't. I'm sucking it in. Fuck Jackie. Fuck Jackie. Tammy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you hear me curse? Hi, Tammy. I heard you curse. I'm sorry. I was talking to my daughter. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nyla. I've been writing a piece while I've been listening to the show. And you know me. I'm always picking up, like, a song I like. And you know, once I get a beat in my head, i got to write to it. And I don't know if everybody's uh, familiar with Haley Kiyoko. She does a song by called Curious, and it's on her Expectations CD. But I, I'm going to spit this piece. It's two and a half pages. It's kind of still in its rough stage, so bear with me. Distance is the existence of reality. Burn bridges between scenes is the fury. It's a boat with no paddles in the middle of a creek type of heat. 
But in flipping that karma to something positive, diminutive resources due to torching cannot be looked upon as vindictive. We can still move in restrictions because creation fills space with quite an impression. Let your heart and its passion teach the lesson. Forget stressing because like life is fun if you follow the arrows in every direction without explanation in the description. The pictures and the instructions are the crutches to lean on, but wean me off of the textbook answers. I'm a cancer by birth. A water sign will ooze through the rocks right before they roll. There's no strolling on a flow that transmits legitimately. Instrumentally, I'm right where I should be. Indiscriminately, the haters try to deflate my hustle with the needles of intent, but I'm a splint. I'm never spent. Call me a shunt as I'm punting from the 50-yard line, pushing through to keep it true to my birth sign by design. If I renovated my being, there's no serrating the old me. Just Tommy Copperfielding my body to conceal my secrets to be used when I choose as my weapon. No secrets of deception, more like something to affectionately affect me. I desire to elect a sect of discretion at my sentences. I'm not a fencer, but the fencing around my house makes me defensive. Often I can be pensive where the fence ends. Put me in ICU because the rest from this point is intensive and I'm suffering hypertension extensions of waves. My hair is so real, it's comprehensive. Like Samson, his splint for strength, yet quite oppressive. The Mexican in me, no, I'm not Mexican, wants tequila with the worm to relax as if I made the Benjamins. Call me saturated and wanting to do nothing, waiting on retirement like alternative medicine was the present ally. I'm so fly for a fly guy, queen of the south. Once I finish working type of iniquities, I stick with the thick of me until I work it out. That's when it That's that piece. You know, you can tell that you are, I mean, you are a true spoken word artist. You know, your your brain thinks in that, um, your, your brain thinks in that rhythm. You know, the way mm-hmm. that you weave your words together. I have and to have a beat behind me. I have to have a You can tell. You know, when I'm listening to you, and when I listen to you read, Tammy, I usually have my eyes closed, and there, it's almost like you're listening to a song. You know, where they, you tap your foot or tap your, you know, bob your head to the music type I thing. I appreciate When you're you. reading, I do that. I love that you do that. Thank you. But you know what? I'm not, I'm not, a, you know what? I'm 51 years old. I'm looking to be a motivational speaker when I retire. Today was bring your child to work day. And let me tell you something. I delivered a speech for the Toastmasters. I'm an international Toastmaster. And I delivered a Toastmaster speech for the kids that came to visit. And I was challenged by an 11-year-old. I delivered a speech about anti-bullying. And the child turned around and told me, in front of everybody on the mic, <laughs> he says, there's this game on the Internet that if you send five dirty pictures, the last phase is called suicide. I said, what? Oh, my God. And everybody looked at my face to see how I was going to respond to that. I turned around and said, that is horrible. Do you know how you defeat that? And I told him. <laughs> I gave him advice. 
I was like, oh, my God, where the hell did that come from? God, thank you. I have friends. It was amazing. It really was. I, I'm looking to be more of a motivational speaker than a poet, but my poetry helps me. Uh, it, it pushes me, Nyla. It really does. And I work at it at the gym. I have a daughter who's going to graduate high school. She's 21. She's got spina bifida, which means she is in a wheelchair. She is armpits to her toes. Um, She's uh, paralyzed. And she's only four feet tall, but I have to pick her up. So I decided at 51 years old, I need to start going to the gym so I can continue to take care of my daughter. So poetry is not really big to me. So when you hear me on the show, I love mm-hmm. your show, Nyla. You are the only show I will come on and, and actually spit a piece on. If I'm not spitting on your show, I'm not spitting anywhere. Wow. So for me, for me to, I will write a poem while I'm listening to to just get a piece in that, you know, is in the rough stages. Eventually that that will turn into a book. I have to... I really got to get back to me. I've gotten wrapped up. I work for UPS. I work in IT. And we are busy. So it's hard for me to find time to write. So when I do write, I enjoy my writing. I love you to death. I don't mean to take time from your writers. I, and I know I have a pet peeve. I hate when people talk too much on, on the airwaves. I love you, though, Nyla, and thank you for giving me the time to Oh, you know, it's a pleasure, Tammy. We've been together a long time, and I'm, yeah. you know, not only your, you know, a fan of your work and respect you as a writer, but you're my friend, and I love you dearly. You know, so I love you those dearly, words too. mean a lot. So thank you, hun. Thank you very much. Thank you. My name is Tammy Jones. You can find me hip hop poetry. I do have a book called Everyday Stories on Lulu.com. My name is Tammy Jones. Thank you. <laughs> bye, bye, sweetie. Appreciate it. Great job bye. tonight. Thank you. Bye, Hen. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is Stan Phillips in Alabama. Hey, sweetie. How you doing, Stan? Oh, I'm doing fine. I am doing fine. So how has your week been treating you? What has inspired you? Well, it's been a pretty, actually a pretty calm week. We had a very interesting uh, set of two-word prompts for the garden this 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 time around. The one was a brand new coined word called smombies, which are the people who cannot seem to get their faces out of the screens of their phone. Cross between those that are into that screen and zombies. Smombies. <laughs> that was one of the words. And the other that we're supposed to find use for is cheese ball. Cheese ball. <laughs> cheese ball. Which I thought You know, was I've always been specific. secretly inspired by cheese balls, just so you know. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of a, a closet cheese ball inspiration type person. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this is just the right poem then, isn't it? It is. I'm excited. 
And uh, go ahead when you're ready, baby. Okay. The whole idea of this was, I guess, the idea was to attempt. <laughs> I say that numerously to make some sense out of the whole idea. So I wrote this poem, and it's entitled Detached. Part of humanity out of touch, for devices hold minds captive. We need satellites to talk. The new age humans interactive. I chime when isolation's trauma leaves hearts and minds with scars. Zombies tortured, have no Wi-Fi, out of data, phone shows, no bars. Why not speak or write on paper? Why, we're too busy for that, man. Zombies have shallow social structure and cheeseball attention spans. Yet within this techno-wasteland, there are those who still can feel. They share their words, their lives, and hearts. Take the time to speak the real. But the zombies note them not. Devices, screens glow, power hypnotic. It dominates their sense of self, techno-addicted, seeming robotic. With earbuds in, their eyes locked on, the device holds their life in sway. Not observing the world around them, nor beautiful moments in their day. In the 60s, we had a saying, tune in, turn on, and drop out, we'd say. Be careful what you preach, my friends. It can manifest in a far different way. End peace. What, how brilliantly written was that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was, that was incredible, sweetheart. I had fun with that. I did. I really why? enjoyed the idea Tell of, me why. of cheese ball. <laughs> Tell me why. Say what that? was fun about that one? I, I Yeah, I, I think that I, I maybe I'd cut out or something but yeah tell me why that was you said that one was fun but i want to know your reasons why was that fun for you well the smombies thing to begin with mm-hmm. and then trying to, to find a way to use cheese ball and it was wonderful uh a lady in in uh the garden her name is barbara errantrue she is an author and a poet but she actually found a way to use cheese balls as like the inexpensive hors d'oeuvre they might serve with white wine at a mm-hmm. art, art exhibit. And she did a piece where this woman decided to go to this art exhibit, even though she thought it would be a disaster, you know, because usually there these people are just so involved with their phones and things that, you know, the exhibit she's been to, there are so many zombies there and mm-hmm. are busy in their phones they're not even really even looking at the art and that's <laughs> where she got the idea of, of how to use the cheese balls was at one of these exhibits because no one I mean, it, it no, it's really, really funny wonderful. to me it's I, I, it amazes me how many times you're you're doing something in life and you're at this amazing event like you know the eclipse went right over the yes. top of our town you know and so we're yeah. down at the city park watching the eclipse and I'm sitting there and looking around, and there's all these people with these covers over their cell phones filming it. 
staring into their screens as they're, you know, have their screen filter thingy on and, and they're, you know, sitting there filming the eclipse on their cell phones instead of standing there and, and being a part of it. You know, it's like if they can't filter it through that screen, it isn't real. They mean they're just they're they're so used to living their life through that that lens. You know, right? Yes, that, everything. That they don't is realize on. they just need to put the phone down and you know stand there and and experience it. You know. Oh, trust me, there is nothing more amusing in life than just sitting quietly and watching people. Mm-hmm. We are some of the craziest and amusing critters on the planet. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've seen. I thought it was a Hollywood device at first, you know, just a just an over-the-top, like, exaggeration. But I have seen people sitting there at a table together, looking on the screen of their phone, conversing over the phone, texting each other while they're sitting directly across from each other. Mm-hmm. I have seen this. And I thought, my God, there's a human being. There's eyes. There's a mouth. There, there's a person in front of you, and you can't even look at them and speak? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it, it's that bad. I love it when it's the whole family. We were sitting there oh in a restaurant God. one time, and there was like three kids, the mom and the dad, and all of them. We're looking down at the mechanical devices. They were doing one thing or another. It was just crazy. All right, my darling, do me a favor. You know the drill. (laughs) Give the world what it wants. Okay. Well, my name is Stanley Phillips. That is the name on my Facebook page. I'm a part of the Garden of Poetry and Prose. You can catch me, of course, Thursday nights on Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe on Friday nights on World Poetry Open Mic, on Saturdays when uh, the schedule permits for Sinister Spittle to have his asylum. Uh, I am in an anthology, Outlaw Poets Were in Cahoots, which is available on Amazon. I am also in the 2017 edition of World Poetry Mike's anthology, also available on Amazon. And I'm also... Uh, part of the poetry group Friends of Words, Wonder, and Wit. And other than that, spoken word is it. Awesome. All right, Stan, great job tonight. Appreciate it, and I cannot wait to see what you bring back next week. That was really fun to hear. Thank you very much, and on to the next. (laughs) All right, sweetie. Thank you, hon. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Oh, my. You caught me in the middle of conversing with Shelly. Uh-oh. <laughs> good good do, you, do you want evening. me to come back to you? No, it's okay. <laughs> that, But that's why there was a moment of silence. Uh, this is Amelia T. Davis calling out of Houston, Texas. How are you, sweetheart? It's good to hear from you. I am fabulous. <laughs> Indeed you are. So what do you have for us tonight, love? It's a little serious. It's called rape. 
I've been victimized on too many occasions. I was molested as an eight-year-old at 10 and at 11. I was sexually harassed more times than I can count from my late teens onward. I was raped in several different times by people who were powerful in their own way. Rape isn't about sex. It's about power and control, to hold a person against their will, to steal away the person's most intimate humanity. Perpetrators come from all walks of life, rich, poor, black, white, famous, unknown. Again, it's all about power and control. It isn't well, it is a well-known fact that this follow a pattern. Same behavior, same type of violence. Many victims are left feeling ashamed and guilty. It's what judgments the society places on the innocent. Many, too afraid to report the attack, suffer in silence. Those that do report often see no investigation. Many victims never see justice because in this society, people rather turn a blind eye than to face the disturbing facts. No one who attacked me ever was punished, not jail time, and wasn't fired. So when justice is finally served, I celebrate with all the other victims that never saw a day in court. Musings of Amelia T. Davis and Peace. Very hard topic to write about, and uh, you just did awesome, sweetheart. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well, you know, you live on the West Coast, and um, the California rapist murderer was caught, um, and turned out he was a policeman. And, uh, of course, uh, Bill Cosby, so I felt a need to express myself today in that fashion. I think you did a great job writing it, sweetheart. I applaud you on that. I appreciate it. So you can find me on Facebook under Emilia T. Davis, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S. You can find me on Facebook. I have a poetry like page under the same name. You can find me in my poetry group, Poets for the Power of the People, or you can find me right here every Thursday night with Nyla. Much love and continued successes, darling. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You did a great job tonight. We'll talk to you next week, love. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 937. 937, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Peace and blessings. My name is Lydia Cook. Um, I also enjoy going by Born to Write the Poet. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful, Lydia. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am really, really pretty exhausted, but the show has been so good, I just couldn't make myself hit the hang-up button. Um, (laughs) Very glad you didn't. Yeah, and I got invited. I can't even remember who invited me, and I was trying to remember who you were, and I honestly can't. Um, 
I can't place you in my head, but you have a wonderful show, great energy, and um, I was writing down a few of the poetry prompts to write something new over the weekend, so I appreciate that. Well, I am really glad that however it is you found your way here, that you found your way here, because now you're part of the family, and and you can just hang out with us every week and, and share what's inspiring you, and yeah, it'll be awesome. I'm glad you're part of us now. Thank you so much. I, I don't get to do a lot of blog as much as I, I would like to because I do so much as you all, you and the previous gentleman were talking about. I, I do a whole lot in the real world versus uh, the cyber world, but um, I'm really enjoying the show and I will be back. I have a piece called Old School New Fools whenever you're ready. Please start when you're good. All right. Born to write. I write for me. I write for you. I recall the preacher kids serving me hell on Sunday morning. I remember pain that would bury me so deep, and honestly, I used to pray for eternal sleep. But those weaknesses became my strength, and effortlessly they carried me. When torture almost buried me, yes, this pain attempted to kill me on yesterday. Southern winds blew me away. Rejection shattered me into broken pieces. Echoes of relentless taunting and teasing. Nasty, hurting little girls claiming prophetic lies. Lydia will be pregnant, aging, hopelessly in governmental projects. She will die in the streets with no dignity or self, but God had other plans for me in this life. Isn't it amazing how the universe turns? I used to hide in the dust of the shadows, crying tears of aching disdain, so much stress on my brain, and my stomach would remind my head to ache, how my knees and legs would quake, speechless words for bullying snakes, but God had other plans for this life. Isn't it amazing how the universe turns? And now lives a beautiful warrior, a true hope and dream of a slave. I said a true hope and dream of a slave, a poet attracting positive loved ones, born to write is her stage name. And now she awakens, a gorgeous rainbow in the midst of a storm, God's masterpiece, big, black, and beautiful, and she's never been one of the norm, and proudly so. A written prophecy, understanding I'm God's property, refusing to let Anything or anyone stop me, a modern-day saint, but never claiming perfection, but I sure know what she ain't. She isn't a young girl called a fat cow or an ugly, stupid loser or a disgrace of her mother's womb, a somewhat forgotten soul that some thought to say, may I help you for the rest of her days, some estranged backyard help living with a mop or a broom. But God had other plans for this life, and isn't it amazing how the universe turns? So never allow anyone to define your divine. Save your precious energy. Preserve your peace and protect your mind. And no matter what the occasion, don't you ever cast your pearls among swine. I said don't ever cast your pearls among swine. See, I remember the pain that would bury me deep. And I honestly used to pray for eternal sleep. But those weaknesses became my strength, and effortlessly they carry me. And so vicariously I'm allowed to spread that same love and pure, unadulterated, positive energy. So when 
torture almost murdered me and pain attempted to bury me. Now this soul rejoices because God knew and knows the plan that he had for this life. Isn't it amazing how the universe turns? Sign reflected and delivered by Lydia Cook, also known as Born to Write. I write for you and I write for me. And that's that poem. That was phenomenal. I absolutely love the the reflections you have, the the strength that you wrote in it, the um I mean just the growth through the entire piece was phenomenal. You know the the self realization, the the power the empowerment, just really phenomenally written, hun. Great job. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. And if you can, um, please find me on Facebook uh, under Born to Write the Poet. I would definitely like to uh, continue to follow you, read your work. And um, I'm always, I love challenges to uh, write new pieces, especially like abstract ones are really hard ones. I like the, the challenge of it. So that would be great. And um, I can be found on Facebook. I have a Lydia Cook page. I think it's at 5,000 now, though. Um, so I do have a page called Born to Write the Poet. I am on Instagram under born underscore two underscore write. Um, I'm on SoundCloud. Um, and a couple of anthologies on, um, in, um, what is it, Amazon. I have a couple books. You can Google me, and I'm not trying to be funny, but you honestly, I've worked really hard. So if you're interested, in, and I'm not hard to find, you can Google Lydia Cook or Born to Write the Poet, and um, and my links and everything will pop up. <laughs> it's okay. I'm Googleable too. It's okay, okay. to say that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I'm one person tell me, like, don't say you're Googleable because that just sounds so ego. And I'm like, but I wasn't Googleable a few years ago. It took a lot of work to be there. So, yeah, thank you yep. for that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. It just means that, that you know, you take what you're doing seriously. There, there's nothing you don't. You don't have to make excuses for being Googleable. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nyla. Your voice you're welcome, hon. So, your voice is so radio ready. I like to hear you on syndicated radio. Really nice radio voice. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm so glad. Like I said, I'm so glad you found your way here. And a beautiful, beautiful debut to the show. And I cannot wait to see what else you bring and share with us. You know, welcome to the family, hun. Thank you, love. Peace and blessings to every poet before and after. Thank you, baby. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Perfect. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Mama, are you there? Mama. Our next caller comes from area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Mama. Can you hear me? Uh, you're really low. I can hear you, but you're really low. Am I better? That's so much better. Hey, Mama. <laughs> hey, darling. <laughs> oh, wow. I was so happy to hear Tammy coming through. Man, she's such a real person. I'm telling you, is is no, you know, no pretend. No pretending. She is just so real. And when she said that about the kids, what the kids were doing, I was so in shock. And I was so glad she was there uh, for them or for them to hear what she had to say about that. I have never heard of anything like that. That was powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. Powerful information. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear Tammy. 
So how have you been? I've been absolutely wonderful, spinning plates, trying to get ready for this next. I, I have a lot of things happening at once, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about your hand. I've been with you through the, the worst part, so I guess a hand will be just like, you know, uh, drop in the bucket. I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem in it. Yeah, no, except I get bored so easily, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're they're doing two surgeries on my right hand, or excuse me, two surgeries on my left hand on the seventh. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of you guys may not know that, but I have carpal tunnel real bad in both hands, and let it go yeah, far too it. long to where now it's yeah, a big it. deal. You know, get it taken care of when it's not a big deal, or it can become a big deal. Um, so yeah, but what am I supposed listen. to do with one hand? I won't be able to do anything. I know that you wouldn't listen. I mean, you you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't tell me like you did before. See, before you listened to me, and you went through that like a breeze. But this time you didn't tell me all the details and stuff. And you didn't even call (laughs) me to let me know what's going on because I would have told you, get yourself in there. (laughs) Stop letting it go because I don't really know that much about carpal tunnel. But something, you know, irreversible. So you have to go all the way to the to the extreme to get it straightened out. You know. Yeah. So, that's yeah. Not, and that's that's kind of where I am. We're, we're it'll be fine. It always is fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, so much okay. to do to plan for. It's like you know what what are you going to do if you you know you know the floods coming and you can only do so much and get things ready and you know it's like that's kind of like you know I I don't have enough time. I can't grab everything. <laughs> I can't get it all done before then. Anyway, so what'd you bring us tonight, Mama? And what is all this stuff with, um, we can't, we can't do but one poem anymore. We only get to three hours now and all this kind of stuff. So, so should I stop inviting people or what? <laughs> yeah, you gave them your secret. Now look what happened, right? <laughs> all right. I don't know why I named this poem this name. I don't know anything about this poem. I know I wrote it in 2012 or 13 or something. But um, you probably have to tell me what this poem is about because I have no idea why I named it this. Anyway, here it goes. <laughs> why the Urgency Sexy Poet? That's the name of it. I said don't ask me why. <laughs> I'm scared, oh, but go. <laughs> to this date go. upon my birth. Okay, I'm going. <clears throat> to this date upon my birth, I have felt an urgency to this request. I danced to tunes from offbeat oceans. To my end, I stood. Higher grounds awaited me. To my surprise, my masterpieces were belated. The urgency impending to this doom my life was lending. I was berated by foes unworthy, never faltering nor heeding. The demons were succeeding. I pulled out my religion and stuck it back on the shelf. Nothing left but self, though there were no solutions left. I had to compromise or it would lead to my demise. The urgency of redemption would leave my life in question. I'm sure that was the last time I thanked my mother for my life. I was meant to do something, but what was the original question. As I crossed the threshold from womb to earth, I knew not the wicked thoughts. Maybe the 
curses in my womb from my father's forceful tongue. The evidence of life evil left my innocence distraught. I was, no, sorry, I used imagination and creative process to a fault. I upheld my virtues and thought to keep them too, but I was too sexy for these gluttons who hated me for, which, for that which I stood. The world was determined that I should be shared out, thirsty desperados in lust, so they sipped me like a stout. I would hide inside myself, vowing never to come out, and still, till this day, I feel an urgency coupled with impending doom. This emotion follows over me. This emotion flows over me, leaving little in the room, crowding out the smiles and joy. The urgency resumes. Now that my life ends near, I dance to no one's tune. I still stand on higher ground. No one is kind to greet me with all the tricks and ruthless games that silver-lined cloud has never yet to meet me. Pouring down like acid rain that kept on stinging and dreams that never left my head became reality. This legacy I leave behind will not stir or move your gaze, afraid that you become too numb. I will not try and rejuvenate a prune back into a plum. If anyone should come alive in the years ahead on earth, remember Oladeji's words. If all the world be cursed, hold steady to your dreams. And if you fight all your battles alone, remember life is just a test. Sometimes you must bend with the wind keep from cracking in half. You must bend to win, but don't give in. Stand on higher ground. Do not let others bring you down. And if you, like me, are too damn sexy, it's okay to hold on to the only thing you truly own. In the beginning, there was an urgency, followed by blue moons and impending doom. Stay on your beam and do not come down for anything your ivory tower is your protection where you have the power. I wore my sexy like a new dress. Didn't even know what they called sex. Everything about me was just beautiful. I neither took credit for it nor acted on it. I just was. But still I was in charge, in charge of my sexy, the clues that I used, a baby or diseases. Not a clever choice. Pleasure never, no mention of forever. Neither was I willing to sacrifice for the experience of finding out. Poetry was the main thing that set me apart. So happy was I that the heathens did not devour me, nor did they understand the poetic world that lived inside me. To this day, I was disliked by people to this day, I dislike some people as much as I am able. To my surprise, my masterpieces were belated. The urgency impending to this doom my life was lending. I, too, was berated by foes unworthy, never faltering or heeding, seeing the demons were succeeding. 
I pulled my religion off the shelf and stuck it back to save myself. The others rhymed words, but the words were never heard. Without depth or understanding of the same, nor any understanding of the planet from whence they came. No use in pretending. I found in actuality poets are born and not made and really have no ending. In peace. Now, what was that all about? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know what it was all about, but I know what it made me think about. It made me think about that moment of clarity in life when you make that rite of passage to where you don't have to, where you're no longer a part of the bullshit. Okay, okay. You know, and we, we, we reach that place where we can really see things for what they are and we appreciate them and accept them from what they are and understand the complexities and the simplicities and, you know, that they don't have to be dressed up and, you know, I don't know, it's just that that understanding, I guess. I don't know, that's what it made me think of. Yeah, I I am uh, still trying to figure it out. Sometimes I'm just writing stuff down. I don't even know what the heck it means, where it's coming from. But when I look at the whole thing, I look at the lines that I that, that stand out for me because I like I wrote it years ago. So it's like sometimes when you read stuff from years ago, it's like reading something by somebody else, you know. And mm-hmm. so I know I really I like, like the line in there. I think what really did it for me was. Um, you know the the uh, you can't turn a prune back into a plum. I think is what made me put me in that crossroads place. You know because everything is you know hurry up and passionate and crazy, and um you know when we're young, you know when we're chasing, you know and there's a point to where I don't know I can't explain it. I know, and then I like, well, that's one of my favorite lines, and the other one was I pulled my religion out but stuck it quickly back up on the shelf. To protect <laughs> yourself. Yeah. That was I awesome. Like that so, yeah, yeah, that was a great piece, Mama. You did a great job on it. Okay, I'll still be studying it for a while, maybe doing some editing on it, because uh, it was kind of really a tongue twister, too. Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> I love you, Nyla. Uh, when when are you going in for surgery? On the seventh, right when I get back um, from my residency thing. Of May. Yeah. Symptom when you get back, so you're leaving. You're not going to be on next week. Yeah, I'll be here next week, right between the two. Okay, okay, okay. So are I'll you go on my residency, and then I'll come back and I'll do the show, and then my surgery's right after that. We'll take some photos. Of the I will. I promise. Uh, okay. All right, then one love. All right. Did you give everyone your Facebook page, Miss Vicky Aqua? Hmm. Vicky Ola with an Deji. I. Yeah, Ola Deji, uh is my is my uh, some of my poems are written under. So if you see Vicky Aqua, A C Q U A H with Ola Deji under it as a co-name, um, that'll be me. And awesome. I'm also on Poetry Soup. And I'm also on com, And I'm getting ready to start my WordPress uh, page. Um, so I started it, but I don't have a lot of points on there. And I have a new page on Facebook. 
that somebody abandoned and Facebook asked me to take it, so I'm taking it. It's called um, what's the name of it? Um, something about poetry. I can't remember. All right, I, I'll let you know what the name of it is. But it's a new page that I think somebody abandoned it, and uh, poetry asked me if I wanted it, so I took it. It's about poetry, and I can't remember the name of it. So talk to you later. I know you said you're not doing <laughs> All right, <laughs> thank you, Mama. Love you, honey. Bye. All right. So we are going to do something a little bit different real quick. We're at the top of the hour, and I need to do this at the top of the hour. So we're placing a quick phone call. Hang on with us, folks. Hang on. Hello? Hello, Ty? Yes. It's your mother. Oh, hello. Um, today is Take Your Son or Daughter to Work Day. Oh. So you are on my radio show with me right now. Oh. <laughs> All right. So say hi to the world. Uh, hello, world. And I just wanted to find out, do you, have, do you have a poem you can recite for us real quick? Uh, yes. Roses are red, violets are blue, sour cream is white, and it comes in a tub. <laughs> you are so freaking awesome. That was incredible. You know, That's you can mine. tell where you got your talent from in life. Oh, you didn't write that. <laughs> no, it's, oh, just the, it's just the first one I could think of. <laughs> Well, do you have another quick one? That one was short. Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of any other poems. You can't think of any other. You can say in front of your mama. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say those things, Mom. No, I'm innocent. You are. I love you. I love you, too. So thank you for coming to work with me today. Hey, it was it was fun. Since I totally did this out of the blue and you had no clue I was calling you, you you did you took it like a trooper. You were definitely my trooper. <laughs> Thanks. I was I was definitely not prepared for this. <laughs> I love you. I, I love you too. Bye, baby. Bye. <laughs> that that was my son Ty. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Okay, take son to work today. I did that. Chuck, off that, that off my list. All right, our next caller comes from area code 573. 573, you're on the air. Good evening, Alan. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Uh, not bad, not bad. It's finished. <laughs> it's good. You uh, tried calling me on my phone while I was yeah, on the show. I was trying to hit picture and it, and it called. I was trying to send you a picture of my fire pit. Because I've done several shows by several shows by bonfire. That is, that I was gonna say I can't answer that. I'm good, but I am not that good. Keep an eye. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it live when I burn it. It's like a four foot thing with the stones, and I've got a stack about two and a half feet over, and enough wood to burn for two days. I'm gonna get my pyro out. <laughs> All about burning shit. All right, so I got three doors for you. You can see door number one, two, or three. 
figure out a way to do it. What's your choice? Do, you're not going to give me titles, just one, two, or three. Uh, one is, well, yeah, one, two, or three. I'm, I'm going to go with three. One, okay, I'll give you this. One is from the prompt I did. The other one is uh, my latest write, and uh, the one before that is right before I uh, had to take my little nine-day vacation. And it's uh, a, a little naughty, but it's fun. It's, there, it's short, though. So. I, I want number three. Want the naughty one. Oh, is that number three? I guess that's number yeah. three. Sure what about have that? I done? What have I done? I, I don't care anymore. I'm putting it all out there. I'm tired of uh, restraining myself. This is not horrible. Number two. I want number two. Number two. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is called Incarcerated Inquiries. About to. Summarize your ability to process and communicate. Tongue-tied, mostly drooling and coherent. Are you alive or living dead zombie shuffle, stipulating the inability to converse despite written scripture? The loss and interaction of soft bosom of talking parrots stopped from distances of human contact mess? Or am I fooled by my reflected anger of whom I become redundant or charged by intellectual colleagues? Have I failed in evolution's ascension to be Face down, undisciplined, banished over the rails of life's escalator of lessons. The art of articulation is one hard to resist, yet my humanity exists crippled in back with incarcerated. And that's end piece? End piece, yeah. <laughs> okay. The phone cut out at there at the end, and I didn't know if I cut off the line or if that was end piece. That was a phenomenal job, Sin. Thank you. You're yeah. very welcome. You just sounded like Elvis. Thank you. I sound Thank like you Elvis. Much. You did. Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got this big-ass Elvis on crushed velvet that was hand-painted in acrylic. I'm just trying to spell it. I don't want that Elvis. So. I'm trying to sell my own art. So, you know. Do we have time for door number three, or do you want my info? Tell everyone how to find you, baby. Uh, this says it's spell I see I see L. I just said I got artwork up for sale, some original uh grown up doodles that I've got well. Google me. You're you're cutting out again, I think. I'm everywhere and nowhere, just Google me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works, baby. It's, it's just easier to say that way. Alright, now we'll for my uh, live setting of the fire. Just if you're into, if you're into, you know, like Yeah, you're going in and out like a strobe light, and I'm not catching even like a quarter of what you're saying right now. Alright, I have a good night. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you. I'm glad we could hear the whole poem before it started doing that. And um, we'll talk to you next week, baby. All right. All right. Okay. So our next caller comes from area code five eight five five eight five. You're on the air. Well, hello. Hello. How you That's doing? Very, very hey, well. Doug. Cool. I I sang you happy birthday at the beginning of the show. By the way. You sang happy birthday for me. Yeah. Or for who? No kidding. For you. 
to do it again sometime. <laughs> Maybe I'll go with Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Doug. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So sweet. That's almost like happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. President. And we mute everybody else out. They don't have to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. To uh, well, you. My, my, my birthday is what is it next Tuesday? So it's coming right mm-hmm. up, and I appreciate being hello. Um, so I got uh, I got a poem, and I I got these musings running around in my head. I'm just I'm just thoroughly pissed off at, at the world for being stupid. Just so stupid. I'm so tired of this me too shit and this costly thing. This is I mean, it's it's like. It's it's gone. It's like over the edge. I mean, we have we have people that have that had some sort of relationship that went over beyond the line of what's legal, but it's clear they had some kind of relationship going on. And yeah, you know, so maybe you know we went over the line of what's legal and everything that's due is due, but doesn't have anything to do with representing anybody else. There's no fucking me too. Because if it was you too, it would be you. You, you know, otherwise you didn't meet the standard for it to be you. And when you jump in here with me too, be sure that everybody else in that group wants to, to associate with whatever your situation is, or that you want to associate with theirs. And if it's me too for the victim, is it like me too for the perpetrator? Is he like one of a kind with? Everybody else who gets uh, convicted of this kind of thing. So you know, there's there's the legality of things, and then there's there's justice. You know, uh, you know, we get police officers that that get acquitted for killing people. So I guess that would be justice too, huh? Since this since this uh since this uh, conviction is, is justice, it's not just a legal outcome, but it's, it's something bigger around us, softer than that, called justice. Legal outcome. I don't know if it's the same thing as justice. So, we'll figure out a way to write something about that little bullshit, man. People need to go back to thinking, at least thinking that they, the only need to is, is be one of a kind, stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. And that's my rant. Now, here's my poem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, every, every now and then I like to write dark stuff because you start writing something dark and then you just see how far down that hole you can go and um, and when you write dark stuff it's kind of you want to keep it short okay so that you don't lose the impact and have the superfluous too many words so here's something I don't know if I've read it here it's called High Noon goes this way a cat on a windowsill yawns. No sound but for the TV's drone. A man alone, one day too many, is tired of enduring solitude. Upon leaving the empty room, dark loneliness goes with him. Brilliance of the noonday sun casts tall shadows from buildings, trees, even birds in flight. The passage right through him, by him, as one invisible of no substance. Set adrift alone at high noon. Sun, by heat, 
into the shadow and gone. Wow. I, you know, you know, all BS aside, not that there's a lot of BS, but you know, I, I hear, I, I really am like a group of yours. I really am a huge fan of your writing. Ever since you first came here and started reading, I just, I absolutely love your work. I'm I'm really flattered with that coming from you because I absolutely love your work. You know I do my radio programs and I have for a long time. So um, I'm enamored of how you do yours. So for you for you to appreciate my work, we are a mutual admiration society. Mm-hmm. Bad, that's a little rest. No, uh, no one needs to know. It can be just between us. Yeah. Okay, but I can be found <laughs> by. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all right. People are used to us doing this. <laughs> My name Doug Curry on Facebook, and um, I have radio program, Black and Blue, that comes on on the terrestrial terrestrial radio and on the internet Friday night, nine until midnight Eastern time, and uh, on the on the worldwide net. Worldwide web. It is W R U R dot O R G. So dot O R G. And a one hour version of that three hour show comes on Saturday night in Chicago or out of the Chicago radio station uh, at 10 o'clock Chicago time, 11 o'clock Eastern time. And that's at WDCB.org. And uh, so I can be find, found there and you can be in my radio programs. You can drop me a note on Facebook. I love, by the way, all the poetry and I recognize the names. And I, I would shout out to the names of the people I recognize, you know, on the show tonight. And then I'll be silly and miss somebody's name and, and, and slight somebody so I won't. But I, my friends who I've heard read tonight, you are awesome. I really enjoyed your work. I'm glad that I, that I could be here tonight. That was awesome. Just just as you ended your sentence, Dennis sent me a message that popped up on the screen, and it was like chasing a squirrel. My brain, my eyes darted over there, and my brain went with it, and it's like, oh, wait, I need to talk right now. <laughs> that was that was fun. Don't try this at home, guys. I'm a professional honest, you know, especially after that really nice compliment you gave me about, you know, you, you liking the show, the way I did the show. You're awesome, Doug. Thank you. Yeah, and of course I'm here every Thursday. Usually I get here after the the first hour because where I live we do do a lot of live stuff in coffee houses and places. And Thursday seems to be a day when a lot of our stuff goes on. So sometimes I'm running to the to my phone to get the show on um, for the second half, but I will always make it for some part or other. Okay. Oh, I appreciate it, sweetheart, so much, and. Uh... Yeah, just a great job. We'll talk to you next week. I'm really glad. I'm really glad you were able to get on this early today. All right, I love you. All right, love you too, hon. We'll talk to you soon. All right, our next caller comes from area code 201. 201, you are on the air. Hello. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Um, I have a few. I don't know which one to read. 
You can read one tonight. We're um, we're kind of booked up on the lines, so everybody gets to read one. Is this your first time on the show? No, it's just been a while. This is Alan okay, who? Asante. Oh, hey, sweetie. It's good to hear from you. How it has you been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you bring um, us, darling? I'll just read a short one, I guess. It's called uh, Four Ways I See the Sun. They hijacked your name and made you human. A world without light is no world at all. Humble gaze at the sight of fire. Endless energies drawn. The out of reach still eludes me. My mind grows wings for elevation, sometimes towards the skies at dawn. When lost in realms of imagination, close the distance if the body's gone. Blind and skewed in captivation, lock eyes with your voiceless God. When darkness reigns, your projection muted, seep on through the darkened song. Dusk retreat is not surrender. Gaze are gears in grandfather's clock. Conceptualize these human concepts, not untrue, just calculated, measured in relentless seconds. Time is always working hard. Revolutions around the center figure, bow your head for grander songs. Upon the surface of the waters, will to make your presence known. Reflective like divinity's mirror, wilted roses will hold on. Through the nights that deplete my being, breath is scarce but spirit strong. And peace. Wow. That was phenomenal. You need to you need to call in more often, love. I know, I'm working on it. It's just uh <laughs> some personal things I was dealing with. <laughs> well, any time any time that, that that time affords us, you know, with you, we we appreciate it. And that was, you know, a a really good example of why we miss you when you're not here. So yeah, great job, babe. Thank you. You're welcome. Do me a favor, tell everyone how to find you. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Misanthropic Poetry. And that's awesome. pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Try to call in again when you can. I absolutely loved it, babe. I definitely will. Thank you. You're welcome, hon. All right. We still have quite a few callers on hold, so I'm going to keep my comments down to just how can we find you so I make sure I get you guys all on. Okay. So actually don't – I think I just – the board hiccup. Uh, hang on a second. 585, have you been on? 585? Yes. Sorry. Yes, I have been on. Oh, Doug. Okay. All right. All right. I'm back now. Okay. Thank you, dear. <laughs> Put him back on mute. Now I need to check 201. Because my board, I lost. I need to. 201, have you been on, hon? 201, are you with me? Okay, I think. I'm here. Okay. All right, yeah. So you've already read, correct? Yes. All right. All right. Now I'm back, you guys. All right, sweetie. Great job. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm, now I know where we are. Sorry about that. Okay, so our next caller is area code area code eight oh seven. Eight oh seven, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hey, sweetie. Is Robbie here? I <laughs> sang happy you, birthday right to I you was... at the beginning of the show, but happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Robbie. Happy birthday to you. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Like that's a special <laughs> my thing. My phone had guys. just dropped. <laughs> Right Broke. when I was like calling, I was like, "No, don't hang up again." Oh, crap. 
As, anyways, uh, I um, I uh, have a poem here that is integrating what I'm doing now. Uh, I have a lot of poetry now that's shorter poetry that I put together with the photography that I'm doing. And so uh, this one that I'm reading here, I'm going to put the link in the chat for those that are there so that way they can go and see the picture while I read the poem that I wrote to it. And so this is on Instagram. Everything on Instagram that you see is is from my phone. It's photography from my phone. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Among the canopies, the sun peeks out. Amongst the, ca- the pine of regal trees, bliss seeps through the forest floor and air as leaves decorate the forest floor and birds chorus choruses throughout a melodic song of nature's care staring up i see the sky clouds whispering by in whispers the needles needle out their threads now as spring springs into being and i walk and i walk in trapes in joy like pan now my eyes and ears taking in the beauty of nature, leaving me with not a care in the world, the sun bathing me in lights of nature's lullabies, a bathing of nature's glory of greenery, a verse of earth's power that leaves me with no cares. So that is a poem that I just typed up like about half an hour ago and to a picture that I took this um, afternoon on my phone there and uh I don't know if anyone uh went to see it while I was reading but uh yeah they can like check it out in uh in retrospect or, or, or like afterwards if they want. So yeah, there we go. Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. awesome and beautiful picture. I'm looking at it now. So great job on that. Great job on the picture, great job on the palm. Um the power of one hundred ISO. <laughs> <laughs> How nerdy is that? You're so, you're allowed to be yeah. nerdy. Yeah. All right, Robbie. It's my specialty. <laughs> Do me a favor, honey, and tell everyone how to find you. Uh, you can find me at Facebook under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry, and I'll put the link more links up there over the next couple of days for everywhere that I am. And it's but it's probably better to just Google Robbie's Multimedia Poetry now because uh, I I'm just uh, more in other places than I am in Facebook. So. Awesome. Yeah. All right, sweetie. Happy birthday again. I hope you do something really fun, okay? Oh, I'm doing many fun things. <laughs> Got the day book. All right, baby. <laughs> All right. Bye, sweetheart. Bye-bye. All right, so we have 29 minutes left in the show, guys, just to let you know. I have 903-714 and 205 coming up for our callers. And I see one sapien on there, so one sapien, if you want to come on, you need to press one. If you've not read yet, I see 419 and 919. I see you guys on there. If you've not read yet, um, press one and get in the lineup. So if you've not read, press one and get in the lineup. Um, I have a reading to do tonight, so we will we cannot go overtime at all. So I'm keeping the comments to nothing, just awesome, great. Tell everyone how to find you. We love you. And uh, so I can make sure I get everyone on. All right, our next caller comes from area code 807, no, 807 is Robbie. Happy birthday again, Robbie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next caller comes from area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. 
Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. I worked a 12-and-a-half-hour job. Uh, uh, work day. I finally got a job. I'm uh, cleaning up. At, I work at East Texas Grass and Stone, and I mainly clean up when I get there, and then I polish stone for however many hours. Most time it's more awesome. than eight hours a day. Well, so, congratulations on the new yeah. job. And what did you bring us tonight, love? Well, I got the homework assignment from last time, and okay, I actually did this for my fourth book before you even told me, and I was inspired by the Raven to do it too. So, awesome! Go ahead and start when you're it's ready. It's called uh, "Quotes Creatures." Quotes Creatures. Ravens are rasping windows, using beaks and talent talons, quoting life and death. Are forevermore woodpeckers a pecking doors quoting yours equals ours forevermore sacarabs a scratching floors quoting sacred tours are ours forevermore wolves are howling each other quoting everything is forevermore ours and yours nevermore phoenixes are burning down cottages quoting Reincarnation is forevermore. Bats are stomping roofs, quoting eternal death sucks forevermore. Snakes are slithering and are swallowing their meals, quoting having no appendages nor teeth is truly hard to live without forevermore. Parasites are sucking temporary host blood, quoting living off others truly destroys one's psyche forevermore. Toads and frogs are croaking, quoting amphibians, prove evolution evermore. Sloths are sliding slowly up and down the tree branches, quoting apathy and laziness, cures everything evermore, evermore. Owls are hooting nature's wisdom, quoting everything. Life offers our cycles and circles forevermore. Black cats are meowing and a hissing. Ancient Egyptians' wisdom, quoting minions and manifestations, vast are we evermore. Rats are scratching and a Roman, ruinous rumbles relentlessly, a searching something sufficient, quoting being scavengers, both curse and blessing evermore. Mice a shrinking and a moving mysteriously, a seeking cheese, asking, Why must cats and bats consume us? Are we not scavengers like they are forevermore? Dragons are spewing fire and ice into castles, villages, and ships, quoting, Neither fire nor ice created us, however, heat ignited creation spark forevermore. Decomposers. Of breaking down dead molecular structures, quoting decomposers have an overabundance of food and multiplying asexually, we do forevermore. Angel, angels are cursing their god while being initiated as demons, quoting creator. Neither merciful nor just is he evermore. Demons. Of releasing their seed into angels' wombs and rectums, 
courting lust more powerful than servitude to their masters forevermore. Loath of seducing God to sleep and inseminate her, quoting, Oh me, oh my, what does it say when even you, the Almighty Creator, falls into my seduction forevermore? Thus spoke these creatures, pronouncing their truths and wisdoms worldwide. That's in peace. Fantastic job on that tonight, sweetheart. Great job. And and it was I liked Thank it. You. I loved the flow. The flow was a little bit different for you, so it was really cool to hear. Well, I was in my fourth book. I'm already I've already finished my sixth book. I'm working on my part two of my sixth book. So that was written in uh, 2013 or 14, I think. So it's been a couple of years. So. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, do me a favor. Tell everyone how to find you. All right. This is Eric Nelson, Manly Shellman. You can find me on Facebook, Eric Nelson, Manly Shellman. Uh, you can find me on Facebook on like page. It's a poet, Eric Nelson, Manly Shellman. And you can find me on YouTube. It's Eric Nelson, Manly Shellman as well. And uh, that's basically it right now. I got a, I got, I'm, Eventually, I'm going to republish my first three books and then publish my fourth and fifth and then my sixth, too. So, Very just cool. got to get the money to do it first. <laughs> so, a lot of hard right, work gonna, there. Yeah. Well, thanks for being the host. Thanks for the platform. I'm going to jump off. I need to go take a shower. I got to be up at 5 in the morning and uh, get ready for another long day. So. Awesome. All right, sweetie, thanks so much for being here tonight. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 714-714. You're on the air. Hi, Ms. Nyla. This is Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. How are you, love? I'm great. Thank you. I'm sorry to hear about your hand. I know that carpal tunnel sucks. Yeah, it's my own fault. I put I I've had it for a long long time and I you know, kept putting off surgeries and and you know, I let it go way too long so now it's a lot worse than it should be. So it's my own fault, but it'll yeah. be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, well, my prayers will be sent out for you. So, I'm speedy Thank recovery you. in the <laughs> Well, I'm going to read uh, something that I wrote a long time ago. Um and I've been tweaking it ever since, and it's really simple, but it's called Mr. and Mrs. Glasshouse. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Glasshouse, why must you continuously throw rocks and stones? I wonder how many of your closets overflow with dead, dry skeleton bones. Living in your glasshouse, you believe you are the standard for which to set the bar. A strutting peacock in your designer clothes, your mega glass house, and your fancy midlife crisis cars. It is never too long before you find something wrong with every encounter you meet. And all the while, you smile and nod with voices so pleasant and sweet. Yet behind your vampiric teeth and eyes that barely seem to blink is your laser-sharp imperfection detector, scanning the tips of heads to the soles of feet. (laughs) The innocent will soon fall prey to the dark shadow cast across the threshold of their door, hurling despotic judgment upon innocuous hosts judged by your calculated score. 
A modicum of indiscretion guarantees a disguised encounter seeking whom to devour. Pleasantries are merely a means to the end of their sanity for your insatiable appetite hungry for power. It must be difficult to be you who lives to condemn, yet refuses to recognize that human beings are not a commodity to to manipulate and circumscribe. The gleam in your squinty eyes, the curl of your thin lips smirked, implicates your disturbing folly for gratification and pleasure. Exercise kindness and love instead of usury to build human connections, then see how you measure. Now that's a novel concept for you, one that has never crossed your mind. Are you afraid to discover that you also fall short of perfect most times? To your face, I say your character is marred. Severely flawed, born under a dark moon, if truth must be told. Let me suggest that you take a glimpse in the mirror, then tell me what you behold. Karma is the eternal lady of balance, adorned with scales of justice surrounding her face. What is done in the dark is eventually flooded with light. Be assured, none gets out unscathed. No, No need to point your angry finger or shake your head smugly at me. It won't change the truth. Pointed at me is your one finger, but pointed back at you are your three. The foundation beneath your fortress will soon crumble underneath the glass house you call home. The gavel of truth rains shattered glass judgment. You willed it. This to desecrate is now your own. Today's remedial lesson and miseducation for Mr. and Mrs. Glasshouse is rocks should never, ever throw stones. In point. I love that. And a real strong finish on it, too. You were able to bring all of your thoughts back together. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to do that. To have to write such a powerful piece and have the ending be a strong anchoring ending, because a lot of times what'll happen is, you know, it, it starts off like the little train who couldn't has a lot of steam and will just puff out by the end. Um, and it's it's really awesome to hear a piece um, that is is even stronger. You know, you just fantastic job, fantastic job writing that. Thank you so much, Nyla. And I'm not going to take any time with you. I, I would love to, but I'm not going to because I know you have other people <laughs> waiting. So. Tell everyone how to find you, baby girl. Oh, Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Love your show. You too, sweetie. Jacqueline's just amazing. You guys make sure you go over and visit her. Next caller, area code 919. You are on the air. Good evening, Nyla. How are you, my dear? I'm good, I'm good. No no fish frying this week. No fish frying? That, no, that really made me hungry, by the way. I remember that. That sounded really good. <laughs> and, it, and it tasted better. The show's always on during my dinner time. So the show's broadcast out of New York, but I live on the West Coast. And so the show is from 5 to 8. So I'm, on, I'm, I'm sitting here and it's like, gosh, I hope people can't hear my tummy growling. Or usually I'll bring something in to munch on because it's, you know, it's, it's hungry times for me. And, and I have to think of something I can eat very quietly in the background that you guys won't hear me, like crunching on the air and stuff. <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, 
you guys calling cooking it's it just it's torture. Okay, okay. Anyway, I know you're short on time, so I will get to it. Okay. And the piece I have for you is the one hundred and thirty seventh sonnet of Shakespeare. Okay. Thou blind fool love, what dost thou to mine eyes that they behold and see not what they see? Know what beauty is, see where it lies, yet what the best is takes the worst to be. If eyes corrupt by overpartial looks were anchored in the bay, where all men ride, why of eyes falsehood hast thou forged hooks, where to the judgment of my heart is tied? Why do my heart think that a several plot which my heart knows a worldwide commonplace, and mine eyes seeing this say this is not to put fear truth upon so foul a face in things right true my heart and eyes have eared and to this false plague it is now transferred thank you very much that was awesome so what made you decide to read that one tonight because I had to read it at the performance we were they were performing the 154 sonnet of Shakespeare and I had to do number 137 and and I think I did a good job at the performance I was told but I'm, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make it a part a part of my repertoire from now on. It was great reading. You did perfect on that one. All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how to find you. Yes, my name is Granville John Hedrington. Find me on FB at the same name, and Instagram at the same name. And if you want to call me, talk to me, hire me. Call me at nine one nine two six four. Three nine two six. Thank you very much. Have a have a good evening. You too. All right. Our next caller comes from area code four one nine four one nine. You're on the air. Uh, hello, Nyla. Hi, this is Shelley. Hey, sweetie. How you are you what? doing? Um, I'm okay, and I want to know if you can hear me on speakerphone. I I can hear you fine. Okay, because I wanted to read a piece that was um that I typed on Facebook or whatever, and I don't have it written down, so I just wrote it on Facebook, and that's what I wanted to read. Um, so the other day, I just had a thought of the day, and I just kind of wanted to share it. Um, it says, this is for a friend. Never let anyone own who you are. Own yourself, own your pride. Never allow their happiness to be yours. Find your own and latch onto it. Embrace those that love you. Embrace those that care. Life is far too short. One day, they just won't be there. Live for the moment. Live for today. Take ownership of who you are. 
Don't back down because they don't see things your way. Simply agree to disagree, but never let them drag you down. Never let them determine you. Keep smiling and stay true to your course. You simply cannot please everyone, nor you shouldn't want to. You should be able to express yourself in any way you please. There is reason God created individuals. Humanity is ugly. Humanity is pain. Take what good you can get out of it and run. Most of all, don't ever lose yourself to them. They are not worth your trip. Even if singularly you stand out on your own, it is far worth more to not give in. You were made with cause. You were made with reason. Let it be their fight. In the end, you will stand for your reason. Allow no one the right to take away who you are. Don't let them own you. Always be yourself because God made you perfect. And Absolutely. <laughs> Phenomenal piece, baby. Oh, thank you. I just wanted to share that tonight. Very, very empowering. Just, It was incredible. All right, do me a favor. Okay. Tell everyone how to find you. Um, I'm on Facebook, Shelly Gambino, S-H-E-L-L-Y-G-A-M-B-I-N-O. Awesome. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Yes, I look forward to it. And you have a great evening. <laughs> All right, baby. Thank you. Bye-bye, Bye. hon. All right, our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. I'm trying to do this quickly so I can get you all on before I have to leave for my reading. <laughs> Let me try this again. 832, can you hear me? Is this me? It is. Hello. Hey, hey, Nyla. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm the bad how are boy. you, baby? I've not talked to you in forever. Yeah, it's that homework and stuff. You be driving me away with that homework, uh, my mentor. You be driving it away. Hey, I know you're <laughs> short of time. Uh, I'd like to read this piece that I just came from a thing where we had uh, musicians and uh, uh, poets uh, read and collaborate together on a, a live stage. So can I read this one poem and, and, and give you some time off so you can eat that fish that you were talking about? <laughs> you can, my love. Okay, this piece called, it's Love's love Lament, but it's called uh, Oh Love. Okay, so I'll read this now. Uh, one, two, three, counting. One, two, three. It's not so much the love, but the vein of love. Not so much the smell, but the Thorns touching so much, but the pockets exposed to mush. Blood red as is love. One, two, three. Drips, clogs, free flow. Hearts beat, bent. Oh love. One, two. As she sin sense her love. Oh, so the petals dry and remain. One, two, three. I lose all feeling. One, two, three. Until I again open the glorious again. One, two, three. Once I had a new love. She tore out all the old dried love. One, two, three. Brought fresh, new, blue jazz. Adore of one, two, three. 
sweet. I perched on her window sill, one, two, three, singing, true, one, two, three, two, two, one, two, three, the love, one, two, three, and it was, one, two, three. We sang it together, one, two, three, two, two, one, two, three, two, two, one, two, three, the love, one, two, three. But time, one, two, three. And gravity, one, two, three. Personalities, one, two, three. Persons, one, two, three. Wrecks, one, two, three. Lights, lights, signs get crossed, one, two, three. Tossed, one, two, three. Eagles, one, two, three. And the lights, one, two, three. And after dark, one, two, Two, one, two, three. Two twos, one, two, three. We're once, one, two, three. One, one, two, three. Dancing in the full moon, rainy night, one, two, three. But troubles, one, two, three. Come, my friend, one, two. They always come, we can't pretend, one, two, three. And she played me, I say, one, and he played me, she played one, two, three, in one, two, three, her one, two, three, head one, two, three, and the makeup one, two, three. Be telling friends and alike one, two, three, the way to a new, new love one, two, three, the improved but familiar one love one, two, three, sinister one, two, three, and red and darkness one, two. We love it, she, I say, one, two, three. But in unison, one, two, three. No, 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 not in unison, one, two, three. But a second after, one, two, three. The twist, one, two, of our heads, one, two, three. Away, gently. Away, one. Thanks. Sounds like listening to a tango. Yeah, I had a, a, a accompaniment of a saxophone, <laughs> and she and she improv, improvised these. I mean, she was on the beat. I mean, uh, uh, man, I had some fun with that. Just that was incredible. I love that. I have missed you so much. For you to come out of the gate with that, that was incredible, Charles. Thank you, sweetie. I missed you. I have missed I you, missed too. You. I was so tickled to see you in the chat room and then to hear you on the lines. Boy, it's Christmas. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just past Easter. It's just past Easter. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, do me a favor. Tell everyone how to find your baby cakes. Uh, where am I? I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on uh, Twitter, and what else? I'm on. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, I'll be on Facebook selling hamburgers in greasy bags. That's me. <laughs> that sounds good right now. Quit it. <laughs> yeah, there, you don't want the fish. You want the hamburger in a the greasy hamburger in a in a greasy brown bag. Yeah, there you go. With the fries, I can put vinegar and salt on. Yeah, yummy. All right. Oh yeah. So yeah. CB Banks. Fantastic job Thank tonight, Thank you, love. Nyla. Love you, love You're you. You're welcome. 
Love you too. And try to call in more often. I miss you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's Thursday night, a poetry night here in, in uh, uh, Rochester. So I, I try to uh, cut in one time when I'm uh, reading at an uh, open mic. So that's, that'll be cool. Okay. All right, baby. Thank, Thank you, you, sweetheart. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. And our next caller is area code six or 608. 608, you're on the air. Hey, Fuzzy Armin in the Woods. Can you hear me okay? Hey, darling. How you doing? You got three minutes and 41 seconds. Go. <laughs> I just finished. I called late wow. because we had a little storm come through. Uh-oh. Strange sounding thunder unless it was ground strikes close by. It could, was, has it been hot? It could be heat thunder. Uh, no, not heat. I mean, it's, although we went from 20 degrees below average highs to 15 or so above in two days. That's crazy. But there it's was, been like that there here, was too. Snow. It was 40 but degrees was, and then 80. <laughs> but there was some snow on the ground yesterday, even though it was like 70 the past two days. That's craziness. Yes. All right, hon, what did you bring us tonight? Something brand new that I said I just finished. Um, Violation of a soul and forgiveness. You not only violated my trust, you violated my body, you violated my soul. Maybe now you remember and cannot emotionally deal with what you did. And that's why you no longer call or return my calls. That's your loss, not mine. Little do you know, for my own good, through a lot of internal emotional work, I forgave you over 30 years ago. Not for you. I did it for myself so I could carry on with my life. What you did no longer bothers me in any way because I know I never did anything wrong. It was you and whatever happened to you in your past. I wish you the best on your life journey. And it is my hope that you may find it within yourself to acknowledge to yourself whatever happened to you so that you can begin to heal your own wounds. And as time passes, may you find forgiveness and peace within your soul as I have through my life journey in which I retrieved, reclaimed, forgave, and came to love my lost soul and poem. That was incredible. Thank you. That was incredible and sapient. All right. I don't want to cut you short, but I have to. I need you to tell everyone how to find you, and then I get to run off to a reading tonight. I cannot believe we're actually ending the show on time. This is perfect. (laughs) I'm just flabbergasted. All right, tell everyone how to find you, baby. 
You can find me by typing in poetry in the wind as one word, no spaces. Put it in the search box on Facebook, and you'll find me there with a cool composite picture Nyla made for me. And if you're interested in reading any of my pieces, you can find them in a book entitled Held, A Fusion of Brilliance, Volume 2, which is available on Amazon. It's an international anthology of writers from Canada, the U.K., and the U.S. that also has some cool art in it. Very cool. All right, hon. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for being one of the sponsors of the show. You are amazing and all that good stuff. Did I miss Thank anything? You, Nyla. <laughs> no. You're welcome. You're welcome, love. And we will talk to you next week, okay? Sounds good. All right, Thanks, baby. Nyla. Love you dearly. Have a, yep. Have a safe weekend, everybody. All right, baby. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. All right, everybody. We're actually closing down on time tonight. This is awesome. Well, it's not awesome. I'm sorry I have to run away because I could keep doing this with you guys forever. Um, but I have a reading. It's the, the last week of National Poetry Month, so this is going to be kind of cool. Um, I'm going to close the show with an audio track tonight by Cassandra D'Alba. It's called Empty Spaces. Go out, be creative, write, make messy with your muses, have fun, and then slide into uh, the Speakeasy Cafe next week on Thursday, same time, like you're sliding into a home run. All right, and and share your week with us. This is Cassandra D'Alba once again with Empty Spaces. Good night, everybody. When he bleeds out rainwater through your cupped hands, like the worst kind of prey, Try not to remember the look on that parking lot above his shoulders the day you first met. How it glimmered just for you, eyes gasoline rainbows in a world of cigarette butts and crushed cans. You were the kind of girl. Mothers have to pull into supermarkets both hands because all you want to do is drink puddles of polluted water until you shine like that. Mommy, ten more seconds, Mommy. Just a taste you have joined the army of heads down dull pennies no one wants to pick up because because no one wants your kind of luck. You just dropped your heart on the sidewalk. Watch someone else walk off with it the last time you kiss him. You will not know it is the last time, so you will not understand why when you close your eyes and see yourself back home at that gas station off the highway with some farmer's family plot adrift in the corner, gravestones leaning against the air pumps. You will not understand that it is not easy to love someone like you. You label on a broken beer bottle, trying to hold all these sharp edges in your soft body, you single glove curling itself against the imprint of damp gravel kissing concrete. Like it might someday learn to love you back, you need to remember. Not to look for arcs of color in the dirty puddle of his face. 